I am anointed with rich oil. Mine eye also have gazed on them that lie and wait for me. Mine ears have heard my desire of the evildoers that rise up against me. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Planted in the house of Jehovah, they shall flourish in the course of our power. They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be full of sap and richness. To declare Jehovah is upright, my rock, in whom there is no unrighteousness. Hallelujah. O most merciful and gracious King, we come before thee yet once again on a beautiful set-apart Shabbat day with joy and thanksgiving in our hearts. We thank you for the staples of life, food, clothing, and shelter, good health and strength, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, sound mind and body. We thank you for sparing life even through the course of another week, O great King, that we've had trials and tribulations that we've endured prayerfully for growth and development. Thanking you, O great King, when you show up in our lives and put that check mark of approval next to our actions and in some cases, we see immediate rewards for our efforts in righteousness. So continue giving us the spirit, the strength, and the wherewithal to do the things that unite a nation, for doing the things that even uplift us as a people instead of tearing each other down, for even being our brother and our sister's keeper in time of need and have a want and a will and a desire to do so, and putting all the negative thoughts and spirits about any situation to the side and just to be the righteous service that you intended for us to be so that our light is not dim. It can be bright and illuminated as we have been appointed by you, O great King, to be a light unto the nations. So allow us to fit the job description that has been handed to us throughout the generations. Even thanking you, O great King, on a personal level for even allowing Emo Mirion to make it back to Guyana, South America safely, O great King that we pray for the Malachim of protection to guide and comfort her even before she came and prayed ahead of time before she made it back so that they were in position and ready, willing and able. Even in the same vein, O great king, thanking you in advance for me and my Isha's safe arrival to edit Israel within the next few weeks. And even thanking you for our safe return back to our tent that we may be filled with your righteous spirit on our journey, O great King, that we may be able to put a connection even between ourselves and the land that would be able to be contagious when we come back, to even unify a nation, even on our small part, for it even requires all of our individual efforts to get a conglomerate of righteousness, O great King, in any part of the diaspora that we're in, O great King, as we have been scattered on four corners of the earth for even having a lack of instructions being fulfilled and even obedience. The very instruction of obedience that we require of our children, you require of us, O great king, as you are the epitome of perfection. And our strivings thereafter are to be in that perfect mode that even you are in as we are created in your likeness and your image. So we thank you, Yah, and we even consider those that are in need of extended prayer. Continue being with the elders of Yisrael, even continue being with Imad Tamar, O great king. Even continue being with Aunt Bernice. Continue, O great king, and merciful father, being with Kohen Pinkas. 
even continue being with all those that are in need of prayer, O great King, that I may not have named, but even understanding that there are those that need the praying for removal of infestations within their inward parts and replacement of good health and strength. And in some cases, O great King, it just needs to be a comfort for those that are so far along that it is about that time for them to have their spirits return into you. So we don't even want to see them in pain and discomfort. We ask for your healing hand to at least just give them comfort in their final days. Continue being with the youth, our next generation, that they may understand the vital importance that their role is as they will even receive the baton of righteousness in this race that we are even in the midst of coming from four corners of the earth, even headed towards that land that you promised our ancient foreparents, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Told our body, Yehoah Elohim, for all that you do for us, your unworthy servants, O great king, in some cases, that we have all the things that we need in our midst, sprinkled with a few of our wants. Blessed art thou, O Yah, our power, and blessed be the works of thy hands. And the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the host of them. And on the seventh day, Yah finished his work which he had made. And he rested on the seventh day and hallowed it, because that in it he rested from all his work which Yah and creating had made. O thou who art most holy, look upon thy people in mercy. Hear thou us, O power of Abraham. Nurture us, O power of Yitzchak. Save us, we implore thee, O power of Yisrael. Let us not out, O Yah, though our sins be many. Cast our evil doings into the bottomless pit to remain forevermore. Our hope is in thee, O Yah, and without thy mercy we have naught. Father of wisdom, thou dispenser of knowledge, cause our hearts to discern, and our minds retain thy law. Bless Yisrael to know thee as we did in the days of yore. Let the sign of the Shabbat shine brightly from this thy house, and from us thy people, Yisrael. Let our voices mingle with the host of heaven as we joyfully proclaim, Blessed be the name of our power, and blessed be his holy day. Hallelujah. Shema Yisrael. Yah Eloheinu, Yah Echad. Baruch Shem Kevo, Ma'akutole Olam, Ma'ed. Hallelujah. This is the day which Yah has made, and we will be glad and rejoice thereon. And to thee do I lift up mine eyes. O thou that art enthroned in the heavens, ascribe unto Yehoah the glory due unto his name. Worship Yehoah in the beauty of holiness. And thee, O Yah, do I take refuge. Let me never be ashamed. Thou hast given us joy in the place of sorrow. Thy truth is like a heady wine. Shout for joy, O ye children of Israel. Proclaim the name of our King, to whom the sun doth shine and the wind sing. Yehoah is our sun and shield. Who then can master us? To thee, power of our fathers, do we give honor and glory. For who is Yah beside thee? Be thou our judge, O Yah, against the ungodly nations. Save us, O our King, we beseech thee. Then shall we come clapping, singing, jumping, shouting, praising, crying, and extolling thy holy name. For with thee is the fountain of light, and thy light do we see light. Thy loving kindness, Yah, is in the heavens. Thy faithfulness reacheth into the skies. Depart from evil and do good and dwell forevermore in peace. For Yehoah love of justice and partake of not his holy ones. Hallelujah. Shema Yisrael. Yah Eloheinu, Yah Echad, Baruch Shem Kevo Ma Futole Olam Wa'ed.
Hallelujah. Where is the power of Abraham? It is called our father from Chaldea. Art thou not he, O power of Israel? Where is the power of Yeshkah? Who did bless him with the righteous repoir? Thou art one and the same. Who knoweth him who changed Jacob's name? Thou, O Yah, would ever remain. Though Yosef sojourned in Egypt, yet did all men show him favor. Thy hand, O Yah, was with him. Thou didst help Moshe and Yisrael against Pharaoh. Who stood up the mighty Red Sea? Man has dwelt from heaven to sustain thy people in the wilderness. They fashion the calf to bow down to, yet to Yisrael didst thou show mercy. We give thanks unto thee, O Yah. We will tell of thy wondrous works. And Yehuda is thy known. His name is great in Yisrael. His foundation is in the holy mountains. We will sing of the mercies of Yehoah forever. And to all generations, we will make them to be known. Stay thou, O Yah, in the midst of us. Cause righteousness much more to be sown. So shall the heavens praise thy wonders, Yah, thy faithfulness in the holy assembly. Let Yisrael awaken the day with their praises. Glory to Yah, now and forevermore. Hallelujah. Shema Yisrael. Yah Eloheinu, Yah Echad. Baruch Shem Kevo, Makuto Le'olam Wa'ed. Hallelujah. O Yah, thou art my power. Earnestly will I seek thee. Hear my voice, merciful Father. Preserve me from my enemies. Send out thine angels to protect me. O thou that hearest prayer with thy mighty hand, Yah, subdue all those that hate us. Remember us in mercy, Yah, and pardon all our transgressions. Except thy power doth bless us, how could we hope to prosper? Unless thy creator protect us, we as if we had not been. Stay thy hand, O death, for he doth forgive our iniquities. So will I sing praises to his name, that I may perform my vows. The dead praise not Yah, nay nor any that go down into silence. Let us extol our power while we have life. Sing praises to our power while we have any being. Together we will lift up our voices and gratefully sing. Withhold not thy voice from extolling our maker. Let young and old praise him together. Let the tribes come near and testify, even the tribes of Israel, the mighty of Jehovah. Say among the nations, Jehovah reigneth. Thy power, Israel, over all the world. For Jehovah will not cast off his people, neither will he forsake his inheritance. Thy testimonies are very sure. Holiness becometh thine house, now, O Yah, and forevermore. Hallelujah. Shema Yisrael. Yah Eloheinu Yah Echad. Baruch Shem Kevo Maokutole Ola Wa'ed. Hallelujah. Thanking the Most High for his wonderful, tender, loving kindness that he even has in the midst of his children. Allow us to stay focused, even considering <clears throat> that we're rapidly approaching another beautiful, high, holy season. Let's get our spirits in tune with the Creator family and even watch the blessings blossom in this new year to come. Hallelujah. With Shabbat Shalom.
carrying you my pain. When I wake up in the morning, I get on my knees. Before I lay my head down, I pray for Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat Shalom, Kol Yisrael. If you're anything like I am, you were dancing to that last song. Ooh, I was getting, had the groove going. I know all y'all people underneath the covers had your pillows shaking side to side. Feathers is going. Oh yeah, praises all around the board. Okotov, Shabbat Shalom to all you early birds, early risers ready to give praise and glory to the Almighty, the one who looked at you and said, that's my baby, that's mine, <laughs> they belong to me. The one who looks at you and says, shakes his head and says, so silly. One who laughs at us when we're in derision, like, come on, guys, get it together. 
What a power we serve. All praises to the creator. He is so omniscient, <laughs> omnipresent, omnipotent. I am so grateful that the Most High is power, and we are just those that receive from him. Don't be so insensitive. Share your, your love for another the Most High is looking, and he's expecting us to do such a thing. The way that he deals with us, he's saying, you know, I would like to see that in you. All praises to the creator who woke us up this morning. You ready to give glory? Are you all ready to share your voice with those that need to hear you today? Some of us are suffering more than others. Others are just coming up out of that suffering, and they understand the benefit to reading these psalms. I listed a few benefits to the Psalms because some people, you know, they think that eh, it's just a Psalm. Well, according to some of the, the Psalms itself, according to Psalms 119, the benefits that you get from the Creator's Word when you read in these Psalms, you get happy, you feel comfort, peace, and some freedom. Oh, you feel life renewed. You feel anchored like something is keeping you in your place. You start to trust. You have good judgment. You know where your help comes from. You know who to hope, where to hope, who to hope on, where the hope comes from. You understand wisdom and your blessings. You're counting them one at a time. You understand that joy isn't something that's supposed to be given to you. You go seek after it. Like delight. The Most High wants to delight in us. Well, when you read in these psalms and you hear the word of the creator, you're supposed to feel all these things, purity, deliverance, revival, understanding, sustenance, guidance, no shame, and a lamp and a light. So who is the lamp? Who is the light? You are the lamp and you are the light. And the creator, he gives these things to us so that we can move forward, so that we can feel uh, you know, blessed. You know, we don't want to wax fat and kick, but we do want to feel a little blessed. Sometimes life gets ahead of you, and you just got to take control back. All praises to the creator. He gives us all this opportunity, chance after chance, day after day. So here I am to just say thank you. It's my small little part. You're just talking about how long I've been doing this. Over 15 years. Wow. All praise to the creator. I give him all the credit. It's all him. I just want to say thank you. This is just my small way of, I know, the like small way every day. Yeah, it's a small way of saying Toda. This is my way of recognizing the creator for all that he's done for me in my life. You know, he didn't have to wake me up this morning. He didn't have to spare me from that last surgery. He did not have to save my life. He did not have to protect me from that robber, that bandit, that old guy who was standing waiting. He didn't have to protect us, wake us up, feed us, shelter us, but he did. And for that, you should be more inclined to give Yah the credit that's due to his name. So we have this whole service set up just for you so that you can take that opportunity. And it all starts and ends with a psalm. You don't have to write one. It's 150. Go choose one. All right, so Psalms 46 is just screaming at me. Read me, read me. So I'm going to read Psalm 46. 
You can't prove it. It was screaming at me. Yes, it was, and that's why I'm going to scream back. Psalm 46, hallelujah. This is a psalm of the sons of Korah upon the almost, a song which I'm not going to sing, but I will read. Elohim is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, will we not fear, though the earth do change, and though the mountains be moved into the heart of the seas, though the waters thereof roar and foam, though the mountains shake at the swelling thereof. Selah. There is a river, the streams, wherever make glad the city of Elohim, the holiest dwelling place of the Most High. My power is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. The Most High shall help her at the approach of the morning. Nations were in tumult. Kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice and the earth melted. Jehovah Post is with us. The power of Jacob is our high tower, Selah. Come, behold the works of Jehovah, who hath made desolations in the earth. He maketh wars to cease unto the end of the earth. He breaketh the bow and cutteth the spear in sunder. He burneth the chariot in the fire. Let be and know that I am Elohim. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Jehovah of hosts is with us. The power of Jacob is our high power. Selah. Yeah, ponder on that. Hold that one for a moment. The power of hosts, Jehovah Zebaoth, the power of Jacob is with us. How awesome is that? The Most High is a power that we can trust. He delivers us from all of our disparities. The Most High gives his people in the midst of the fearsome battle, the siege, or the problem, or the fight, or whatever it is, he gives us this awesome feeling of deliverance right in the midst of your problem. The Most High is our fortress. And if you have anything else in mind, reform that thought. The song goes out to the creator. He's our refuge, our strength. There's no one who can penetrate the defense of Yah. The earth can be removed by one word. When the creator speaks it, it happens. He moves, he moves his, the world with his words. He says, I said, world move and the cosmic action happens on some level that we just don't understand. But what if the struggle were not just an ordinary war with ordinary weapons? What if the war involved even shaking mountains and causing the seas to roar? It makes no difference. But we know this, the creator is a refuge for his people against everything, actual, anything imagined, all these these inventions that people make to destroy other people. The Most High in his majesty says that he is in charge. He anoints and appoints. He, he, he dismisses and, and gets rid of those that he doesn't want in power. So you just best believe that he got this under control. All praise to the creator. I'm so grateful. That word again, I know, is so overused. But are you really grateful? Did you count your blessings today? 
There's no city. There's no structure. There's no defense. There's nothing that is put up that is against the creator that will prosper. And the creator said, you belong to him, so there's no weapon formed that's going to prosper against you. The creator is in your midst, unless you're evil, because he said he doesn't live in the midst of evil. So unless we eradicated that behavior, he is, you're right, he's not here. But he is involved. He'll shake the mountains and make the earth melt. I'm not messing with a power that can do all of that. I'm going to get on his side, on his good side, that is. All praises. Shabbat shalom, everybody. Just in case you were wondering how to raise your hand to be part of this psalm service, and you want to read one of these 150 psalms, I just started out with Psalms 46, just giving you a bird's eye view of how to do it. Open up the book, flip to a page, whether you chose it or it chose you. This is the psalm service. Raise your hand using your keypad, star, five, star. You'll be acknowledged. Please do that now. I was going to move forward. All right, Kima. Our co Kima said, listen, just in case you didn't hear, I'm first. And I got my song, so listen close so you don't read it again. <laughs> Shabbat shalom. <laughs> Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom. I'm like, you go, Kyrie. I want to stay on the most high. Good side. Listen, hey. He got all mm. the power. I want to mm. stay with him. I want him to stay with me. Hey, 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 hey. Giving y'all all the praise and all the glory and all the honor. It is such a delight. Hallelujah. Every day. Hallelujah. To be a servant of the most high. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He is my every all. Yah is my every all. I feel so good, so good. He allowed me to wake up this morning. Hallelujah. Giving all praise, all glory. Hallelujah. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for him. I'm so happy. Hallelujah. I'm so happy. I'm just so grateful. Hallelujah. I will read some 15, please. Um, 15. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Who may enter your holy tent? Who may live on your holy mountain? Only a person who is innocent and who does what is right. He must speak the truth from his heart. He must not tell lies about others. He must do no wrong to his neighbor. He must not gossip. He must not uh, he must not respect he must not respect hateful people. He must honor page. He must honor those who honor Yah. He must keep his promises to his neighbors even when it hurts. He must not charge interest on money he lends, and he must not take money to hurt innocent people. Whoever does all these things will never 
be destroyed. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Family, I tell you what, I choose life. I choose life. Now, when I first lost my vision, I wanted to die. Like, ah, oh, there's no point in living. I can't say, you know, I wanted to die. But when the Most High introduced himself to me, you know, here I am, Kima. <laughs> I got you, Kima. I got you. It's okay. <laughs> oh, now I want to live. Hallelujah. I want to be a considerate person. I want to be courteous and, and, and all that good stuff. Hallelujah. I want to be pleasing to the most high. You know, some people thought I was stupid one day, thought I was crazy. I was at the supermarket, and you know how you use your card, and you say, well, give me a uh, cash back. So I said, well, give me $100 cash back. Okay, so when I counted the money, the, the guy had made a mistake and gave me 120 <clears throat> You know, checking my account and everything. He 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 did a hundred, but he, but you know how sometimes money can stuck together, especially when it's new. Okay, so me trying to be a good-hearted person, I went back to that cashier and I said, "Listen, you gave me an extra twenty. I was called stupid for that. I call it being courteous, having a good heart. You know, that's what that's how I want to be. I want to be pleasing to the most high because that boy could have lost his job. You know, when the when a person is done." Working, you know, they they check the cashier and they do this, that, and the third to make sure everything is the way it's supposed to be. You know, they could have accused the boy of, of stealing twenty dollars or whatever, because you know, you know, I just want to be a good person. I want the most how to look down on me and smile, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and say that's my servant, Kima. <laughs> you know, I want to keep that goodness, them blessings, and the love and the mercy that the most high got for me. It feels so good. It feels so good. It feels so good. I got my sad points. My sad points come, you know. I get the sad points when I think about my vision loss. But the most high is so with me. You know, he gave me my independence. I'm just so grateful for this great king allowing me to be his servant. It's pleasure. Such pleasure. It is such pleasure to be a servant. And I tell people, people that don't know the most high, you know, my little girlfriends or whatever, I'm like, I'm trying to tell y'all. I'm telling y'all, things will be different for you if you was a servant of the most high that I praise. I said, you will see a difference. They see a difference in my life. They see how mostly everything is going good, everything I try to apply for, everything the most high is just working all out. Try it. I dare you to try it. <laughs> How y'all? Everybody have a toll. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom. Listen, leave it to Kima to pull, pull the silver lining out of being blind. It's just to know how to read Braille. That's number one. How many of y'all know how to do that? <laughs> anyway, moving along. <laughs> I know I don't know how. <laughs> you, look, the advantages, I know it sounds crazy, but what are the advantages? I just heard somebody say, we have to find the good in every situation. So mm-hmm. I was like, what are the advantages of being blind? I know that sounds kind of crazy, but you got to take it and switch the narrative because I know at, at first it seems so bad. I'm, I'm going to share a couple of things with you in, the, in a second, but what came to my mind is you, it enhances the senses of, of smell and touch. So if you can't see your other senses are definitely enhanced. 
But what I like about it and what I have seen from you is not just the enhance of your senses, but the increase of confidence. You are so confident and heightened in this, in, 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 in your, this like sensual. I pick up on things that other people don't. Like you said, I can tell that's your mother. Y'all have the same type of voice. Like, who said that? Nobody ever said that to me before. <laughs> so I'm very thankful because you know how to pick the silver lining out. It's not something that's so, so easy to do, but when you get in the habit of doing it, you don't start asking those those questions that shouldn't, that don't have an answer. You know, it's like, well, I don't know what to tell you. The father did that, you know. And so I just thank him for allowing you to critique yourself and to progress in a way that most people may not. And they and you have understood that it's not necessarily a handicap, but it's a characteristic that the creator wanted to pull out of you to strengthen you in another area. So I just so thank you for being uh, just ready to share with us. And I appreciate that. And I just want to tell you this. Um, there are sometimes we look at things like it's bad because it starts out that way in our mind. Like the creator completely changed my schedule for me. I had no idea it was going to be changed. But when he, at first I was like, this is not good. I missed this whole thing. And then I realized, oh, he was looking out for me. And most of the time, that's what it is. So don't look at a situation so much as a bad thing in that moment. You might need to hear it. It might sound harsh. Or how about you're the parent and the kid is giving you some advice? Uh, uh-oh. You might not have expected that or some, or they told you off. <laughs> you wasn't expecting that, but it was true. Sometimes we just got to listen and take it. But I appreciate you. You really help us to understand that uh, it's not any stopping you just because you have what other people will look at as an impairment or a, a, a handicap. Perhaps it's the way the creator is saving you or helping someone else or strengthening you. You never know. Don't take it all as always bad. Just take it for what it is and use that to the next level. So told I about for sharing and told I for Psalm 15. I thought it was really deep, too. I really did. <laughs> Praise the mighty God. Look, Trista said I read it because that's what I could do. Not necessarily because it was going to enthuse you or anything, but this is between me and my power. Thank you, Mo. <laughs> Thank you, y'all. Most High loves us so much, and we just got to love ourselves in its entirety, the way you are, and fix whatever you think is broken. It's okay. You're all right. This is a moment where the Most High gave you. Just appreciate this time. Use it wisely, and all praise be to the Creator. All right, that was Sister Kima. Now we got Sister Kaizaba. Uh, Salika, where's the hand? Star five star. Y'all trying to figure out how to do it? Don't wait till the last minute. We got things to do. We got a whole schedule. All right, Ako Kaizaba. Shabbat Shalom. Tov. And which psalm are you going to use as your psalm of praise? I would like to read two psalms. They're both really, they're both short. Uh, psalms 95 and 97, if that's okay. It's better than okay. It's great. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you. Well, Psalms 95, hallelujah. Oh, come, let us sing unto Abba. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise unto him with psalms. For Abba is a great Elohim and a great king above all deities. 
In his hand are the deep places of the earth. The strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it. And his hands form the dry land. O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before Abba, our maker, for he is our Elohim. And he and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, heart not your heart as in the provocation and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me and saw my words. Forty years long as I grieved with this generation and said, it is the people that do err in their heart, and they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Wow. Hallelujah, Psalms 97. Abba let the earth rejoice, and the multitude of the isles be glad thereof. Clouds and darkness are round about him. <clears throat> Righteousness and judgment are the habitation of his throne. A fire goeth before him and burneth up his enemies round about. His lightnings enlighten the world. His lightning, his lightnings enlighten the world. Wow. The earth saw and trembled. The hills melted like wax at the presence of Abba. At the presence of Abba of the whole earth. The heavens declare his righteousness, and all the people see his glory. Confounded be all they that serve graven images, that boast themselves of idols. Worship him, all ye deities. Zion heard and was glad, and the daughters of Yehuda rejoiced because of the judgments of Abba. For thou, Abba, art high above all the earth. Thou art exalted far above all deities. Ye that love Abba hate evil. He preserved the souls of his saints. He delivered them out of the hand of the wicked. Light is sown for the righteous and gladness for the upright in heart. Rejoice in Abba, ye righteous, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. Hallelujah. Have a blessed Shabbat, everybody. Hallelujah. You have a blessed Shabbat as well. It is blessed. We're here and we're giving praise to the Creator for all the greatness. And we're appreciating this beautiful day. And the Most High is teaching us how to serve Him with truth and with honesty and with openness. And, you know, it's a, it's a good feeling today. And I thank you for participating in this psalm service. And I thank you also for letting your voice be heard today on the prayer line. Shabbat shalom. Torah, Shabbat shalom. All right. We're giving praise, glory, and honor to the Holy One using the Psalms. There are 150 of them. We only read two, three, three Psalms out of the whole 150. I'm sure you can find something that suits you. Okay. Shabbat shalom. Nashia, Ako, what Psalm are you going to be reading as your song of praise today? Shabbat shalom, all praise to the Most High, for he is great and his mercy endures forever. Um, I was contemplating a few of them, but I guess I'll I'll land on five. <laughs> so 
Psalm number five is my psalm of choosing for today. For the leader upon Nehilot, a psalm of Dawid. Give ear to my words, O Yah. Consider my meditation. Hearken unto the voice of my cry, my king and my power, for unto thee do I pray. O Yah, in the morning shalt thou hear my voice. In the morning will I order my prayer unto thee, and will look forward. For thou art not a power that hath pleasure in wickedness. Evil shall not sojourn with thee. The boaster shall not stand in thy sight. Thou hatest all workers of iniquity. Thou destroyest them that speak falsehood. Yah abhorred the man of blood and of deceit. But as for me, in the abundance of thy loving kindness will I come into thy house. I will bow down toward thy holy temple in the fear of thee. O Yah, lead me in thy righteousness because of them that lie in wait for me. Make thy way straight before my face. For there is no sincerity in their mouth. Their inward part is a yawning gulf. Their throat is an open sepulcher. And they make smooth their tongue. Hold them guilty, O Elohim. Let them fall by their own counsel. Cast them down in the multitude of their transgressions. For they have rebelled against thee. So shall all those that take refuge in thee rejoice. They shall shout for joy. They shall ever shout for joy. And thou shalt shelter them. Let them also that love thy name exult in thee. For thou dost bless the righteous. O Yah, thou dost in compassion with favor as with a shield. Hallelujah. I thought about what you said. You said, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Make sure you are not that weapon formed against against yourself because then it will prosper. Everybody else going against you, the most I can protect you from. But you got to protect you from yourself. You got to keep the most high in the forefront of your mind because as soon as you slip, you get caught slipping. So make sure you stay aligned and really truly pray for your purpose and clarity. And it's a continual process, just like, you know, certain things is just not a destination. It's a journey. And then in this life's journey, it's going to take every day for you to wake up and look to the most high for your blessings, for just showing him gratitude and try to thank him more than you ask him. Have a beautiful and blessed Shabbat day. Let it be restorative and restful to your soul and body. Shabbat Shalom. Hallelujah. Shabbat Shalom. What an amazing psalm. One of my favorites to get my day started. Wake me up early in the morning and thank the creator because, uh, yeah, there is no weapon form, but sometimes we can be our worst enemy. And not just ourselves, but our family members, those that are close to us. We can't be workers of iniquity for them. We have to be a light for them as well. So I ask that the Creator will continue to enter into our temples, into our holy places, into our minds, the recesses of our hearts, and make this way straight like David prayed to him. You know, give us a clear way because sometimes our people oppose each other for very perverse reasons, and there should be no no open sepulcher. Your mouth should not be tearing down another. You know, we're supposed to be, we're supposed to be brothers, man. Okay, that was from my movie. Anyway, all praises to the Most High. Told us for the song, and also may the Most High continue to bless and keep you. Shabbat shalom. We're going to continue on in our song service. Um, I see one more hand. Okay, we're going to give that one hand the opportunity to Read a psalm. Shabbat Shalom, I call Yehudi. What psalm are you using as your psalm of praise on this beautiful Shabbat? Shabbat Shalom. 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 Shab
I just want to say all praise to the Holy One of Israel this morning, Shabbat Shalom. Truly, Yah's good to his inheritance. Oh, Yah, to thee we praise, send forth thine angels to guide us on our way. Todah Rabbah, Todah Rabbah for another Shabbat. Todah for peace of mind, the will to go on. And I'm going to read Psalm 62. Truly, my soul waiteth upon Yah. From him cometh my salvation. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I will not be greatly moved. How long will you imagine mischief against a man? You shall be slain, all of you, as a bowing wall shall you be, and as a tottering fence. They only consult to cast down from his excellency. They delight in lies. They bless with their mouth, but they curse inwardly. Isn't that interesting? See, lie. My soul waiteth thou only upon Yah, for my expectation is from him. For my expectation is from him. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense, and I should not be moved. In Yah is my salvation and my glory, the rock of my strength and my refuge, is Yah. Trust in him at all times, ye people. Trust in him at all times, everybody that's under the sound of my voice. Trust in him at all times, ye people. Pour out your heart before him. Don't go telling your neighbor first. Don't go telling nobody else first. Go tell Yah. Yah is a refuge for us, Selah. Surely men of low degree are vanity, and men of high degree are lie. To be laid in the balance, they are altogether lighter than vanity. Isn't that something? Trust not in oppression. Don't be just putting your foot on people's neck. And become not vain in robbery. Just take it from people. You just gypped him out of 50 cents. That led to dollars, that led to hundreds, that led to thousands, that led to the destruction of his family. If riches increase, set not your heart upon them. Money come, money go. Yah has spoken once, twice have I heard this, that power belongs unto Yah. You know, we look at, out at all of the things that are happening. We're like, oh, my goodness, he's this and he's that. That's a good thing. Also unto thee, O Yah, belongs mercy. Mercy. Don't we all want mercy? We want and need the mercy of the Most High. For thou rendereth to every man according to his work. Imagine that. Imagine that. He rendereth into every man according to his work. What is our work? You know, are we even following the, the system that Yah has set up? You know, the strategy. It's a give to the poor. If you give to the poor, you lend to Yah. Isn't that something? So we need to be having something that we can give to the poor on a daily, 
on a often because we want to lend to the we want to lend to the Most High. You know, He has a strategy for us that we follow this strategy out of your father, your mother. You know, honor my Sabbath, honor my law, statutes, and commandments. Don't be lying and stealing. Don't be coming up against your neighbor. You know what? That little thing that you did, you know, repent and don't get so dirty no more. The things that he has allowed us to even make restitution, restitution for what we did. Okay, now, watch your mouth. You know, I tell you, you know, I have this a little bit of a testimony. You know, I work in this um, organic store, and it's an upcoming store in the South, okay? It's crossing seven states. And, you know, through because of Yah, and only because of Yah, because Yah's my defense, I have shined. I have shined like a diamond up in this place. And it has just caused a lot of hardship and jealousy amongst the people. And even though when, you know, people come to recognize me, I always say, us the team, not just me, me, I, I, they still be hating and hating and hating so much that, you know, they like, you know, like keep conversation. They don't want to talk to me. Okay. All right. So I find myself a lot of times just eight hours shutting up unless I'm talking to a customer. And so, you know, in comes, you know, um, promotion. And the the people that would, you know, help me to shine would move, be promoted and move out and leave me so they felt vulnerable, you understand, to, you know, the naysayers. So they gather themselves together to dethrone me. And that's what the they want to dethrone me. It's amazing, okay? And so, you know, they they call, they say, well, if we can pull her, you know, tarnish her good name, we can get that money. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, the creator is so good. The creator is merciful. What they don't really realize is that it's not me. It's not me. Listen, we cannot do anything. When you know who you are, you can't do nothing without the Most High. We can't move without the Most High. And and so, you know, they are conspiring in the corner. And, you know, I just said, you know, I'm going to take it to the Most High. You know, and it, it, it kind of unnerved me. Of course, you know, when people are needling at you, you understand, for their good reason. But even this is from the creator. The creator do all things so that he can get the glory. He want to see, okay, don't get too arrogant. You know, stay humble. And that's what we have to do. Humble ourselves before the most high. Humble ourselves and don't act like they think you're going to act. Cussing out folks and I, 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 just wait. Sometimes you have, might have to back people off, but you have to back people off with dignity, like Kima said, with honor, because we are representing most high, most powerful, creator of all things. So I just wanted to, you know, bring that up and just encourage somebody else who might be going through the same thing. You understand? And don't forget that, you know what, the creator has given us a system, a plan of action that we can always walk away from, you know, these jobs. 
We have an opportunity if we take it. All praise and honor to the Most High. This is the Sabbath day, and we want to keep it holy. Hallelujah. Yah's righteous. Yah's holy. Let Yah be magnified. Selah. But I see what you did with that. The alley-oop is in the air. Who about to take the ball and slam dunk it? Oh, it was the Shabbat. That's what happened. You left it in the air. I see what you did there. All praise to the creator. It's our time. And we have to go in with confidence. We have to show the most high that we appreciate what he's done for us. He's the true judge. So you don't have to go in judging every person that you see in me swinging swords. But you stand on your ground. And let the most high do the rest. There's gonna be and, wait, I call, and I want this and I just want to tell you one more thing. It's a brother that came in the store, a young man. Check this out. And he had a little keypot on his head. So here I stood on the end and I I scoped him come he come up to the counter and I said, Hello, or is it Shalom? He said, Hmm, it's Shalom. I said, Well, hallelujah. He said, Hmm. And then he said, I said, well, what is your name? And he told me. And I said, well, my name is so-and-so. And then he he said a Hebrew word. Oh, he said, Shalom. He said, how do you know that word? I said, I need met the bad Ezeet. He said, what? You speak Hebrew? Oh, my goodness. I said, okay. He said, well, how do you speak Hebrew? I said, I need Israel. He said, what? And so he's new in town. And he told me that he was looking for a job where he didn't have to work on the Shabbat. And who should he run into? Me! Oh, my goodness! I can help you with that. He said, oh, you threw his hand in the <laughs> And I said, well, who is your mother and your father? Where are you from? He said, I'm from New York. I said, you're from New York? He said, you know about New York? I said, yeah, I know about New York. I said, well, who is your mother and father? And he just kind of explained that he found out about the most. I touched him, not his parents, you all. He found out who he was. The creator came to him. So I said, mm-hmm, okay. So I said, well, listen, give me your number and let us talk off the clock, you know. And so all I can say is this young brother is brand new. He's you know, he's already, he already is a knowledge of himself, and he ran right into me. So maybe the creator may give a good word through me for him. All praises to the Holy One of Israel. That excited me so much. You know, that was like the excitement of the week. All praises to y'all. All right, y'all. I'll shut up. She don't really mean that, y'all. There's never going to be a time you're going to catch your hoodie shutting up. She's going to say what most I put in her heart to say at Imalia gave her permission. So she's not going to shut up. <laughs> but that was good, though. You know, when you, it's good to be excited about uh, running into another uh, brother or sister, especially those that are just coming into this way, because it shows you that there's still hope, that the Creator is still working with his people, and that he hasn't given up on us. And this, it's for nothing else. That should be the highlight of your day. Y'all didn't give up on me. He woke me up. You know, start your blessings and counting there. Congratulations, Akot. And don't let the, the haters stop you. Haters are going to hate, and they do that because they ain't got nothing else better to do. Anyway, we're going to continue on. All right, Akot, yes, ka. All right, now. We got hand in the air, Psalm service. Wondering which one of these beautiful psalms 
you're going to choose to read today? Shabbat Shalom. I have really been enjoying you ladies this morning. Uh, this is my first time tuning in. I'm grateful. I've heard that word a lot since I've got on the line uh, for Mashiach, giving me the invitation to come in um, from out of the Chester, South Carolina camp. And I I am very enthused at what is going on this morning. But my phone will come from Psalm 28, and it says, Unto thee will I cry, O Jehovah, my rock. Be not silent to me, lest if thou be silent to me, I become like them that go down into the pit. Hear the voice of my supplications when I cry unto thee, when I lift up my hands toward thy holy oracle. Draw me not away with the wicked and with the workers of iniquity, which speak peace to their neighbors, but mischief in their hearts. Give them according to their deeds and according to the wickedness of their endeavors. Give them after, their, after the work of their hands. Render to them their deserts. Because they regard not the works of Jehovah, nor the operation of his hands. He shall destroy them and not build them up. Blessed be Jehovah, because he hath heard the voice of my supplications. Jehovah is my strength and my shield. My heart trusted in him, and I am helped. Therefore my heart greatly rejoices, and with my song I will praise him. Jehovah is their strength, and he is the saving strength of his anointing. Save thy people and bless thine inheritance. Feed them also and lift them up forever. Um, this is my daily desire, you know, that the Most High continues to draw me close and that I stay close and connected to him so that when I cry unto him that he hears me and that he hearkens to my voice and that he grants me the desires of my heart through me seeking after him wholeheartedly, and I try to um, meditate in his laws, his statutes, his judgments, both day and night, and then it keeps me confident, and like Dawid said in one portion of the songs, you know, this is creating me a clean heart and creating a spirit within me, um, and again, my desire is just to walk upright before the Most High, to stay close to him, to stay in his presence, knowing that if anything come up against me, I heard you all say no weapon form. And understanding that uh, if the weapon form and they may form that, he said it will never prosper. And, you know, understanding that if it had not been for the Most High who was on our side, uh, we would be doomed. I'd be lost without him. Um, and I'm, I'm just thankful for the Most High, I'm thankful for the knowledge of who he is and who we are as a people. And I just pray that the Most High continue to shine his love on all of us and we continue to walk upright as the daughters of Zion. Shabbat shalom to you all. I love you much. Ooh, this, uh, for some reason, sister, I feel like this is the form of a song. Like, you're supposed to be singing this word. <laughs> like, oh my goodness, I can hear I can hear that song you just read, the way you read it with the fever and you, like that, you got some, put a little melody behind it and it, forget about it. We all going to be dancing like they did with David. He came with his instruments of song and praise. This is that time. This is our time to be honest and open with each other. What has the creator done for you? Because for real, for real, if you are really paying attention, to what's going on in your life, and this is for each and every one of us, that's going on in your life personally, that you will have nothing but testimonies about what the Creator has done for you. It's going to be something that you can't hide. you got to stand up and scream it to it from the rooftop. 
you know, like Sister Kima, she was like, I wanted to die when I found out I had an, an, an impairment that I could not change, but something changed within her. And she started to pick out the silver lining, the good things about everything in her life. That's what we have to do. The creator didn't bring us to this point just so we can say, oh, well, it's me. And then, what? I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up. I'm going to talk about the greatness of the creator. I'm going to give him the glory that's due unto his name. I'm going to sing in the hallway while I'm waiting on the results. And when he give me the results, I'm going to sing in the room and praising y'all for everything. The most high is to be praised. He is worthy of it. Give it up. Give it to him. There's so many elements in this world that could have taken us out a long time ago, but less. But he concealed your, your stuff. And he said, I'm going to give you an opportunity to shine bright like a diamond. So all praises to the creator. Told out our code for reading that song like you were about to start breaking out in song. <laughs> like, everybody, get ready. <laughs> get ready, y'all. We're about to start dancing with this guy. Yes, hallelujah. All right, y'all. Okay, so y'all can tell I'm excited about this beautiful Shabbat. I am so thankful for each and every one of you. Gratitude, it, it helps us to get to a better altitude in our attitude. So if you want to feel better, then feel better. you got to do it. Just do it. Just jump out there and give glory. It will make you feel good. So Toda for all the readers of the song. Toda Most High for all the listeners of the song, our first-timers, our, our vets that come on the line and give glory, those that are silent listeners. We thank you all for joining us this morning. So get ready because it's not over. That was just the first segment. But we give glory to the creator because, you know, we got to come in here giving glory. Now we got these segments set up, another form of glory, acknowledging the creator in our lives. I thank the creator for my Ima, Kavar Miriam, who brings us such wisdom about this thing that it, it, it touches all of our lives. If you are a descendant of a slave, then you, too, suffer from this. You may not understand it totally. You may not know it totally. But you, too, have PTSD. That's post-traumatic stress slave syndrome disorder. Ooh, you were people, descendants of slaves. And so they didn't give you any uh, psychiatric help for your problem. They just kicked you out and said, go about your way. Or they didn't even kick you out. You're still here. Anyway, I'll let her talk about it, that pink elephant in the room. It's time to spill the coffee, y'all. Shabbat Shalom. Stay tuned. Here's Gavir Muriel.
Hallelujah. Yes, it's time for that Exodus, people. Shabbat Shalom. All praises to the Holy One of Israel. Welcome to the prayer line. Welcome to Spill the Coffee. Let's go ahead and spill the coffee. I don't want any cream this morning. No sugar. Just give it to me, Clay. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Giving all praise and honor to the Most High. You know, he's, he's magnificent all the time, you know. And he's present. He's all present all the time. Even though we may feel uh, some days, you know how you say, well, every day's not my birthday. Today I don't feel it. Tomorrow I feel it. The next day maybe a little, it's coming in slow. It's like, you know, uh, like the the satellites, you know, the computers okay, come in on your internet. You say, well, today it ain't strong. And then tomorrow, woo, powerful. But let me tell you, that is our response to the glory of the Most High. That's not the most high being uh, uh, shy at sometimes and, and uh, you know, very strong at others. He's always strong. See, because we, we have the issues in our tissues. That's why we have these different feelings day in, day in, and day out. You know, we're on different decibels and levels of our being. And that has everything to do with just being a human itself. Okay, every every person, everyone experiences that in their lives. But there's something deep within our collective lives that we have to talk about. It's not always easy to talk about, especially when you're saying, hey, you know what? We're responsible too. In other words, we're always responsible for our lives. You know, we're the ones that have to be accountable to the most high at the end of the day for what we did or what we did not do. So that's a given. It should be a given. So what we want to do in this particular portion of PTSD, post-traumatic slave syndrome disorder, is to do some more discovery today. So because we are going to do discovery this morning, hallelujah, giving all praise and honor to the most high, we will see how best we connect to our power. You don't connect to your power in denial. You have to connect to your power in your own power. And how do you do that? Well, <laughs> you got to look at the whole picture. Got to take the whole pie. It's all ours. Hallelujah. I give them all praise and honor. And this morning, uh, I would like to give my uh, song of praise to the Most High. <laughs> and listen to what it says in the very beginning, even though we're going to go through stuff that has happened. Look at what we're asking for. Hallelujah. This is the 83rd Psalm. You probably hear me say it a lot because it's very uh, prevalent to, this, to, the, to the conversation that we're going to have. Hallelujah. A song, a psalm of Asaph. Oh, yeah, keep not thou silence. Hold not thy peace and be not still. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like as if we have to ask that. But, you know, we want them to know that we recognize how much we need them. For lo, thine enemies are in an uproar, and they that hate thee have lifted up the head. They hold crafty converse against thy people and take counsel against thy treasured ones. They have said, come and let us cut them off from being a nation that the name of Israel may no more be in remembrance. Now, that may not mean anything to anybody who doesn't know that they're Israel. Hmm. But it means something even if you don't know, because you're going to feel it. For they have consulted together with one consent. 
against thee do they make a covenant. The tents of Edom and the Ishmaelites, and we're going to find out who they are as you can continue to learn about who you are. Moab and the Hagrites and Gimal and Ammon and Amalek, Philistia with the inhabitants of Tyre, they're all written right here in this book that we're reading today. Assyria also is joined with them. Some names you might even recognize even from, from right now. You think about it in the east. They have been an arm to the children of Lot. Hallelujah, Selah. Do thou unto them as unto Midian. Learn about who that is. As to Sisera. Learn who that is. As to Javan. As at the brook Kishon. Who were destroyed at Endor. They became as dung for the earth. Make their nobles like Oreb and Zeb. Read about them. And like Zeba and Zamuna, all their princes, who said, let us take to ourselves and possession the habitation of the Most High. <laughs> oh, my Yah. Make them like the whirling dust, a stubble before the wind, as the fire that burneth the forest and as the flame that setteth the mountains ablaze. So pursue them with thy tempest, and affright them with thy storm. Fill their faces with shame, that they may seek thy name, O Yah. Let them be ashamed and affrighted forever. Yea, let them be abashed and perish, that they may know that it is thou alone whose name is the Most High Yah, the Most High over all the earth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So listen to that. Who would have ever believed the report that we, as a people of the Most High, coming back to understand themselves, that it's okay to pray for the destruction of your enemies when they are against the Most High? Wow. I mean, what greater cause could we have than to ask that the one who looks over us and gives us every source of life, that we protect him? But we have to protect him more than just asking for demise of our enemies, but that we have to pray for the demise of the enemies that are within us. See, that's where we're going with the PTSSD. With, yeah, the, the ones that are outside, yeah, easy, easy to identify if we're wise, easy to identify if we've had any experiences that let us know that somebody out there don't love us. And they put, a whole, they put a lot of emphasis on it. They put a lot of work into it to be sure that we do not rise. Why? Because when we were right and when we were in our former glory, we ruled. And we ruled not with an iron fist of evil, but we ruled in righteousness. For a short period of time, because then we turned on each other. We did a lot of stuff that made the most high say, look, you cannot represent me looking like that. And you say, well, like what? You know, you know how we look today. We can't represent the most high eating the pork chops. We can't recognize, we cannot represent the most high wearing the, the, the skirts that are up to our necks. We cannot, we cannot represent the most high being untoward, froward mouth, doing all the wrong things. You know, we can't. So what do we have to do now? Well, we got to gotta do some homework, got to do some research, got to find out what's going on. So today I just wanted to kind of give you three words. Well, yeah, three. We're going to get three terms here today. The first one is heredity. 
And the second one is legacy. But the one that's going to fall in between is learned helplessness. Whoa, boy. How did we become so broken that this thing that we're asking the most high for seems like it falls right on us? We're asking the most high to keep not thou silent, hold not thy peace, and be not still. That's our prayer. And you know what? He's answering the prayer. But is he answering it according to the way that you hoped and wished and wanted it to be? I've heard on the line this morning, yeah, we all, we all wanted things to be a certain way. We want them to fall a certain way to be in our favor. And absolutely. And you know what? That There's nothing wrong with that prayer. That's a wonderful prayer. But what we have to do is look at the prerequisite to the prayer. How could we ask for such a thing? How could we ask for the blessings of the creator of heaven and earth when we have not blessed one another, when we have not been the blessing of the earth, when we have fallen down somehow, somewhere? And that is the question. Somehow, somewhere, where did we fall? Well, let's look at heredity. And while I'm telling you what that is, just remember that post-traumatic slave syndrome says that there have been millions of people of the same race, of the same body that have faced these dilemmas. Who are they? There are a lot of people right now, a lot of researchers out here that have written books, that write articles, that, that really do their research and study, and they come up with what happened. But they do not hit the real question, why it happened. Hallelujah. And that's what I know I'm preaching to the choir on this line right now, even those who may be new in this way. This is what you're learning. You're learning why this happened to me. Why did this happen to my people? Why did this happen to my great-great-grandmother, my great-great-grandfather, and and beyond? Why? Well, let's look at heredity. Heredity is the passing on of physical and mental characteristics genetically from one generation to another. It's the biological process whereby genetic factors are transmitted from one generation to the next And in totality, (laughs) it is the total of inherited attributes. Attributes. Hmm. What are attributes? Attributes are the way we see things, the way we do things, how we handle stuff. The attributes are the way we feel. Is our emotional intelligence, you know, our attributes. Left hand, right hand, you know, all those wonderful things. How do they add up? Well, they add up to what the Most High said, his peculiar treasure. It adds up that the Most High has chosen out of all of the people who have heredity, which is everybody. We all come through hereditary uh, factors. I chose you, Israel. But we didn't even know who we were. Once we lost our way and lost our balance and lost our focus, we lost our name, we lost our heritage, we lost everything that was once our forefathers. Hmm. And not only did we lose it, but we were given up. There was one people that stole it, stole the name and everything. And then we had another set of people who decided, 
Well, we're going to take them and do what we wish because they don't have a name. They don't have a place. Isn't that amazing that this would be the why? Hmm. Well, let's continue. Let's look at the word legacy. And what does that mean? Well, it says that legacy is an amount of money or property left to someone in a will. It's, so, it's something handed down by a predecessor, a legacy of certain freedoms, a legacy that we can all use to follow so that we can be led in a certain direction. So you look and you say, well, where's our legacy? Well, where's our land? Where's our property? That's the problem. We became the property of another. So our legacies are very small. They're very far and wide, those few that we have. So now legacy can't be money for us, so it has to be more than that. So let's just keep in mind the heredity and the legacy. And let's see what happened in between. That's the post-traumatic slave syndrome disorders. The disorders came about through learned helplessness. Well, we were still breathing. Heart was still beating. We were still alive, but alive and but dead from the neck up. So what happened? Those who took us, took advantage of all of has happened to us, they used it to teach us learned helplessness. Now, learned helplessness is a mental condition in which one becomes unable to help oneself due to previous failed attempts at controlling one's life. Also, hmm, listen to this, it is a condition in which a person establishes and maintains contact with another by adopting a helpless, powerless stance. So we teach each other to be helpless. And, and believe me, in very subtle ways and many times, but we still teach it anyway. Learn helplessness is conditioned behavior in which an individual gives up trying to escape a painful situation after repeatedly failing to escape. That's amazing. I, you know, I put something on the, the, the prayer line this morning. I think it was this morning, last night, between last night and this morning, that was sent to me and it was very prevalent because what they did to break us was unprecedented. You've never in any, I don't care what nation that we could ever talk about today or in, in ancient times had this done to them. We're on a ship that was already degraded that they would take our babies and throw them over in the water knowing that the mothers would follow. But then after the mothers would jump in to go save their babies, they would, they would grab the mother back Grab her back, hold her back against every will that she ever has in her body to make sure that she watches her drowning baby and then make her live, then make her live. To have more, to have her understand that these are not yours. You will, you will bear them, but we will rule them. I'm just saying now, I don't want y'all to get, don't get depressed on me. I want y'all to get deep. I want you to get deep into your hearts and your minds to understand the why it happened, okay? That's real important right now because the fact that it happened is real. We got to understand that. 
And this is why it's so difficult to talk to our people about it because they don't want to deal with that. But the why, we definitely are not dealing with that on, on, on many scales because we don't know who we are. We still haven't gotten it until the most high and unless the most high give you back your knowledge of who you are, that why will always be in the air. We did not become a people when, when, we, when we were brought over into the Americas and the Caribbean and like in such places. No, we were great people. We had a legacy. We understood heredity. All of that has been stripped away until the Most High is starting to replace it back. And he's given it back for his glory. And that's what we got to understand, giving it back for his glory. But here is the composite of our Holocaust. It's called Ma'afa. Now, the word Ma'afa is also, you know, known as the, as the African Holocaust. It is derived from Kiswali word, Swahili word meaning disaster, terrible occurrence, or great tragedy. The term collectively refers to the 500 years of suffering, including the present time of people of African heritage through slavery, imperialism, colonialism, invasions, oppression, exploitation, you name it, marginalization, here we are. Ma'afa can be considered an area of study within African history where both the actual history and the legacy and the legacy of that history are studied as a single discourse. Thus, the paradigm is on the legacy of the African Holocaust of people, African people globally. Globally, we scattered to the four corners. See, this is the confirmation. We talked about confirmation this morning. The confirmation in, eight, in Psalms 83, the confirmation that the Most High scatters us to the four corners of earth. He promised he'd do it. And the Most High's word does not go out and come back void unless it does that which he sent it to do. If you're a new Israelite, you're going to learn that. If you're new, new to your heritage, you will learn that. You're going to learn that. You know why? Because you're going to see it everywhere you go. You're going to see it everywhere you go. The Most High is not a liar. He's going to tell the truth. He's not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. That's our job, to repent, and that's what we're here to do. I pray the Creator will help us and, and, and to find our healing that we need. So I did look at how do we detox from all that has happened? You know, first of all, the question is, do we know why we are broken? Or do we even care? Learn helplessness. We, we see it, it's going to take place over and over. It's a repeated conditioning. Sometimes it happens when we don't, we're not even looking because now it just becomes an integral part. You know, when you look in our communities and they go, the ghetto. What does the ghetto mean? Well, the ghetto was not originally a term that was used for blacks, but we inherited it because we had our, our the, the ways, you know, our behaviors were so embedded, they were so deep, they were so obvious that we inherited, we took that term over from, from the Edomites, from the Jews, okay? Because man, oh man, who could show up like we did, okay? That repeated marginalization, the techniques that have been used to keep us roped, like the way you rope animals in, a range of racist socialization has really struck a chord. Those who are aware, hmm, they're asking, what, what next? What do we need to do to combat these injuries? 
what will be our healing tools? What will we use? Because we got to heal now. Because if we can't go in and be servant to the Most High Soul Broken, we can serve him, yes. But to serve his purpose, to serve his plan, we got to be fixed. We got to fix it up. We got to fix it up with Yehoah. And in order to fix it up with Yehoah, we got to fix it up with ourselves. Okay? What, what, what will our, our, our techniques look like? What are going to be our tools? Well, I just offer you this, and I know we've been doing this for a couple of weeks now, maybe about a little over a year, matter of fact, so that we're looking at how to get over this. First of all, we got to have some conversations. We've got to have some conversations. We got to lock, come on in this room and lock this door, because if we don't, we will be just what they want us to be, and that is always at odds with one another. And as long as we're with odds with one another, we will not be able to reach the tabloid. We will not be able to reach where the Most High wants us to be. Well, now we got to ask ourselves, well, do we deserve, <laughs> do we deserve this, 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 these blessings that we're going to be reaching out for, this healing that we're going, going to be working on? Hmm. Well, I don't know. You ask yourself that question. Do the work. Put in Put in the, 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 the willingness to serve the creator of heaven and earth, and you'll see that you do not only do you deserve it, but hurry up because the time is running short. Because there are a lot of our people, unfortunately, that will never feel that they deserve it. They don't want to change anything. They're going to refuse to change. They're going to make their choices. And you know what we talk about choice. You have plenty of choices out there, but once you make a decision on a choice, you hold that. You hold that. So I'm very grateful to the Most High that he is not like ourselves, hallelujah, that he's understanding, he already knows where we are, and he will meet you where you are. Just show up, hallelujah. Okay, this is some of the things I think that we should be doing. We should be researching on the history of what happened before, like separate ourselves out from the rest. That's what the Most High said he wants us to do. He said, I don't want you to be with every other nation. I want you to separate yourself. It's important to do that. Why? Because you're learning their ways, you're doing their thing, and you're never going to get back to your thing because their thing is so strong and prominent and evil, by the way, in many instances. Okay, we're going to put prayer in. Prayer is very important because the research on your history is going to show you that we never knew anything about Christianity until they brought it to us. So that Christianity thing is the stuff is. It's the stuff that learned behavior is made of. It's that learned helplessness that is that makes us uh, far away from our power, the Most High Yah. So we're going now. We're gonna put that prayer back in place. That we have some beautiful prayers that our forefathers prayed, but they prayed it to the wrong power. You know, it just manifested in more pain and more hurt and more sorrow. But now, with open eyes. Okay, we're going to pray to the most high power and we're going to see a difference. We should. We should. We are seeing it, but we can't keep falling backward. We got to keep going forward against all odds. So we're going to exercise. We're going to exercise our bodies, exercise our minds. We're going to exercise patience. We're going to do some meditation, some deep introspection. We're going to sit 
on a log. We're going to sit on a mountain. We're going to sit on a hill. We're going to sit on a step. We're going to sit somewhere, and we're going to be quiet, and we're going to ease our mind. We're going to do something called tapping. We're going to ease our minds. We're going to give it back to the universe. The universe can help us fix it, you know. We're going to give it back to the universe. This arm is hurting me to pieces. Most of I'm giving it back. I'm giving the pain back. Because, see, this pain comes from the fact that I had to work so hard because we're so fallen and we're so broken and we don't know how to fix it and we're all messed up and we need you, y'all. Take away the pain so I can do a little bit better. I can serve better. I can work harder. I can work smarter. Help me out. We're going to accept our challenges. You know why? Because we have no choice. If you don't accept the challenges, you, you know, you, you will never get an opportunity to, to work your way out. We're going to own. <laughs> this is the hard part. Oh, boy, because nobody want to be wrong. It ain't my fault. But we're going to own our faults. Okay? We're going to own our problems. We're going to own them. We're going to own them, but we're going to pray them out. We're going to pray them away. And you know what we're going to do? We're going to replace them. We're going to replace the negativity. We're going to replace the brokenness with, 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 with form, good form. Hallelujah. So we're on our way. So as you can see, this is something that we're going to have to put into place on a daily, uh, daily, put a daily schedule up so that we can show the most high that not only do we, are we willing, we are willing to return, but we're showing him that we know how, we know how to return. We're going to do his laws, we're going to observe the laws, the statutes and commandments to the best of our ability because the most high already knows that we're out of place, we're out of pocket. He knows that, but he is doing his work. So in that 83rd Psalm, while we asking the most high to get these enemies off our back, we better be getting these enemies out of our hearts. That's our work. That's our work to re restore and replenish what our forefathers had before they got all messed up. So I thank, it, thank the most high for your attention this morning. And giving the praise and honor to the Most High, because that's the part that we got to do, too. Today is his day. Give him his. He gives us six other days to do all the rest. And we got our work cut out for us, but we got to really put a little speed on it now. Because when you watch, so you got to know that everything is relative. So when you watch places like Florida, the Most High is tearing them apart. And this is true. And Texas tearing them apart. Just remember what they did to us. You gotta, you gotta always be able to link these dots, connect the dots, watch the puzzle come together. You know, like when the Most High told Ezekiel, said, "Listen, can these dry bones live? Hey, they're living. They're coming alive. They're clicking. The knee bone connected to the ankle bone, and the ankle bone connected to the foot bone, and we, we we're connecting." Because we're hearing the words. We're hearing the word of the Most High Yah. So we've had pieces all along. It's never, ever been totally destroyed or taken. But we weren't able, it was like we had amnesia. We weren't able to put the pieces together. We weren't able to, we, we were close. Is it this or is it that? Is it this or is it that? I know a song that does that, right? 
But there we go. So now we're going to find out. We're in discovery mode. And as we discover, we're going to rediscover. We're going to rediscover our rights, our truth, our connectedness. We're going to rediscover that our children really, really, really need us, that I don't care. They throw them overboard. We're going to get them out. We're going to get them out. We're not going to depend on our enemy to do another thing for us. That's the thought pattern that we have to have because we have a power (laughs) that can do it all only if we give it a try. Hallelujah. Shabbat Shalom, family. I love you all and continue to move forward. And um, with most high, bless our hearts, our desires to serve and not the long-haired enemies, heads of the enemies anymore, but to serve the true and the living power. Hallelujah. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Hallelujah. This, this, that, was a, that was a mouthful to say the least. Um, these learned behaviors is not just taught to us by our parents and our uh, um, predecessors, but by our um, oppressors. They don't want to teach you, right? They don't want you to, like with religion, and it's amazing. You know, I didn't know what your topic was. You didn't share that information with me in detail. However, um, if you read the post, it clearly um, states why one of the reasons why we're in the situation that we're in. The PTSD, it stems from so many different areas. But one of the main things that we have to focus on is the fact that we were told to hate ourselves and love others. We were, you know, instructed to sell our children and embrace theirs. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's a sad reality. And it's not anything that's just gone away because we want it to disappear. We have to acknowledge these things and then fix it. You know, and nobody, no other nation is going to come in and fix our situation. They don't even want you to find the solution to fix your own situation. Because it's better when you are, what was the term that you used? Um, uh, goodness, we're, we're, we've learned helplessness. It's, it's better for them if you're helpless. I know it sounds crazy because everybody wants you to be self-sufficient, independent, take care of yourself. And No, they don't. That's why they tore down your black Wall Street. That's why they continue to give you uh, all the, the alternative medicines and not let you take the, the rightful ones that's going to really cure your disease. They want you coming back. They want you to continue to eat out of their hands because the ones who feed you and teaches you is really in control. And so it's not in their best interest that you get better, but it better be in your best interest that you get better. A lot of these doctors, scientists, and all these people who have the answer didn't tell us the real answer. And the real answer in, the, in small is turn back to the creator. Do the law, statutes, and commandments. You know, show yourself some love. Show your family some love. Those are the inherited things that we should be given, passing down from children to children, generation to generation. So I, I'm thankful for my parents, Todaini. I thank you, my Abi, because they may not be perfect, but they were perfectly capable of sharing this knowledge and not letting the ball drop. I, I may not be altogether all the type of Israelite that I want to be, but every day is a different change. It's a different thing that I apply 
because I want to see the change. I want to be part of the change. I don't want to go down in history knowing that our people didn't fight back. And it starts with the fight within yourself. Look in the mirror and tell yourself, you will not do this again. (laughs) Be accountable for yourself. I am not taking this lying down. I am better than what they say that I am. I may have done that in the past, but that doesn't define who I am right now. We have to start taking charge. And I appreciate this wonderful segment that shows that we are capable of taking our life back. Make the changes that you want to see. This is not the end of the story. And, you know, that picture, if you see it now, Nimi, um, with the the young lady nursing the other nations is part of our makeup in this country. That's all we've been good for. Everybody else's baby. Everybody else's building. Everybody else's business. Everybody else's entertainment. What about your own? We really have to consider that we've fallen so far. So it's time for us to get up and take care of our business, every inch of it, every piece of it, you know, and stop falling for the okie doke. (laughs) So I just, I thank the creator for giving us an opportunity to um, get better. This is a sickness, is an illness. When you forgot who you were, that was an illness. And it's called amnesia. Now, the creator continues to tell us to remember. He's constantly telling us to remember, remember, remember for a reason, because he's easy to forget. And not to mention some of those mechanisms that's inside of you helps you to forget on purpose so that you don't relive those nightmares. But it's time for us to face reality so that we can move forward. Toda, once again, Amy, for a wonderful segment. Are there any questions, comments, or concerns? Uh, raise your hand, star five star. I'm going to go to the board to see if anybody here wants to give Amy her accolades on this beautiful Shabbat. You remember wisdom says don't hold back when the time is supposed to be given. Um, even if it's um, a rebuke, we have to start to be honest and upfront with each other. Speak up. Express yourself. All right, let's see. Go to the board. Kote Yehudi, we're going to start with you. Shabbat Shalom. What's going on? That was awesome. That was awesome, Iman. And uh, the main, one of the main things that uh, uh, step out for me, and I have been doing some research on tapping, <laughs> and then also thinking about how, you know, we have to take back, you understand, uh, you know, the power of dealing with our own children, you know, how can we expect uh, a people who won't even treat us right to teach us right? So, <clears throat> you know, a lot of times we having uh, problems with our children, you know, in comes their counselors, in comes their, you know, social workers, in comes their police department, in comes their, you know, whatever. But, you know, we have to learn how to start, you know, noticing, 
you know, our children more, noticing when, you know, they are uh, showing signs of different whatever. And we have to start learning how to deal with our own children. And if your children are not uh, receptive and able to really learn from you, you know, uh, seek out other brothers and sisters in your surroundings that are you fearing, you know, that may be able to take an interest also in your in your child. So community, you know, like community outreach. So told out for that. Hallelujah. Community outreach. I like that um, that last sentence you just said. Um, community. We have to get involved. We can't think that one person is going to take care of the whole problem of all the nation. Everybody should be involved on some level. You know, get involved with your community. Find out what you can do to help the situation opposed to being the part of the problem. Uh, Amy, you know, are you still there? Yes, I'm here. I just wanted to tell you reiterate something that I did mention yesterday on the prayer line um, is that I, I am I'm, I'm, I am a coordinating council member of the International Decade for People of African Descent here in Guyana and we had a um, program uh, at the National Library the other evening and you know I was there to welcome people in and um, you know to hear the lecture and to be a part of hearing how villages got started in Guyana, South America. And, you know, we always hear the term, it takes a village to raise a child. But it was amazing to hear how we could even get a village started. What we had to go through, the, the people who died in revolution, to have it happen. And then for us to have a village and somehow miss the point and, and, and not continue to, to do what a village is supposed to do. And the sister who presented the lecture has a young son. And she told us about something that happened when he was in school. First of all, she said he was taking so long in the bathroom in the morning. She, he was making her late for work. And she was saying, what are you taking, doing so much in there? And he, he didn't say anything. Eventually, he, he asked her, Mommy, why are you black? And she said, wow. She says, well, it's, it's inheritance that comes, you know, it came from my parents who were black. And, and you know, it, it, comes, it comes with um, the DNA. And he's like, yeah, but that's not good. And she said, what do you mean? She says, the kids in my class are saying that black is ugly and, and nasty. And she's like, what? And he was a little kid. And she was like, what do I tell my son? You know? And, well, she said that was when he was about six. Well, he was with her that day, and he was, he was now 10. She says that thing resonated, and it, and it hurt him, and he suffers even this day from that same PTSD. She didn't call it that, but I knew exactly when I heard it what it was. And we did a service. We, did, we, did a, we, we actually stood, all of us, in that room, in that auditorium, people of African descent, and we hugged him, and we told him how wonderful and beautiful he was. We showed him pictures of those of our ancestors that did great things in the Caribbean, in the Isles, in the places where we have been held captive. And we told him, we asked him, what color are they? Black. What color is this one? Black. What Listen, black is great. It is wonderful. It's good. The village. Not the mother herself. She didn't know. She, I tried. I don't know how, how do I combat this. 
we have to do it as a unit. You do it as the village. So that's what happens. I may not be on your side to do and, and stand with your son or your daughter, but if we all adopt that habit, if we all adopt that way, there will always be someone there. And that's the point, is that our part of our frustration has been that we thought we had to do it all by ourselves. And that's one of the ways that we're going to get back to the, to the strength of being a nation before the Most High forever. Hallelujah. Wow, that is powerful. We're taking back what belongs to us. Huh? We have to start right here, right now. This Torah belongs to you. Take it back. Wear it. Apply it. See how it changes you. Uh, what's on your mind? Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. I just want to say, Ima Miriam, Torah, again, for bringing such wisdom to us. And you know, I was just thinking, um, this is really one of the only places I can go where I can get the PTSSD um, insight from um, Ima Miriam. Because it's not conversation. I don't know about you guys in your universe. But it's not conversations I have on a regular basis in mind. But it's one that needs to be had on a regular basis. So, Imam Miriam, thank you for making it a regular for me to have these discussions and to listen to such wisdom and insight. And I forgot the the, uh, phrase helpless, uh, helplessness. Learn, yeah, learn helplessness. That's it. I got to write that down. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness, sorry for flipping out, but I got to write, learn helplessness because I see it in my family. I've seen it in my community. I've seen it growing up, and it's real. And just you bringing it out made it make sense to me now. So, Torah mm-hmm. Abba, for blessing me and blessing all of us to have you in our life to bless us with such insight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Torah Most High. I thank the most high that he's using me in that way because, you know, I, I was very, there was a time because of my education, I was more lost than I was found. I, I found that after pursuing these degrees, you know, they say they call them degrees, but they're degrees because they cost me a lot of money. But the degrees are just only the, the, the part of it because if you don't know where to connect it to or how to connect it, you, you might find yourself more miserable than before you went back to school. Because I went back and got these degrees, and I was like, whoa. You know, I, I was like, yeah, let me go take this to my people. They turned a deaf ear. Didn't even want to hear psychology. No way. Mm-hmm. No way. Get out well, of here. Well, well you, know, you know why. You know why that is the case. Because it's like Solomon said, when you increase your wisdom, you what? Increase, increase your sorrows. That's why. Yeah. It was very, it was, you know, it, it cost me um, a lot in my emotional self. And I, my prayer, I, I became like what my daughter used to always ask me, what's my purpose? Well, I had to go back to the most high. Well, what's my purpose? You know, I've, I've done all the things that I, that, you know, your parents want you to do, get a good education and got a good job. And, 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 and I'm like, wait a minute, what is wrong with this picture? Because you know what? Didn't know how to use it. Where, did, where am I using it at? I went to the authorities and I said, well, look, I have a bachelor's in psychology. Give me a, what are you going to do for me? Oh, that ain't good enough. 
You got to go through research. You got to go through, you got to get another degree. You got to get one better than that. What's that? Everybody got a bachelor's. That ain't nothing. That was the whole attitude that they took toward me. And then my own family, you know, proud as they were. Yeah, she was cool. She got, they didn't have a clue to tell me what to do with it. <laughs> so this is what I'm saying. We are people that have been learned. We learned helplessness. We, you know, where, where are we going to take it to? Who cares? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm a, at the end of the day. Woo. Hallelujah. That, is, so that, that, that question is too profound to even, where are you going to take it to? Where right. are you going to take it to when your people reject you because you're too smart? You know, who you think you are with all that information? That's right. You know, coming over here telling us that we stick in the head. You ate that same talk with them. You were sticking your head. Now you're so smart. Oh, yeah. I can and, hear it now. Oh, my yeah, goodness. And you know what? And the other part of the family was, well, you got a bachelor's in that. Uh, well, such and such got a BS in engineering. And this one got a that. Now, now they're comparing you. Now they're sitting up there comparing you. Are you now becoming a case study? You still. Oh. Uh, just, so, <laughs> and I had it happen. I, this is, I'm telling you. Mm. Yeah. So when I went I back know. to school, went back to get the next degree. <laughs> and in between, I even, got a certificate in, I even got a certificate in small business management. Okay, and that one seemed to have been, and when I tell you the truth, right to this date, I think that one was was more of a survival technique. But when I got the next degree, my daughter was in college, one of my daughters, I have four or five of them, I think it was, right? So one of them was in school, and she was going for her bachelor's. And she was having a little difficulty because she was the first child that was away from home in terms of, you know, going for, for, for her degree. She lived on a campus and all that, so she really wasn't with family at all. And she was having a little difficulty. So I said, well, hey, let's do this together. So I signed up to go back to get my master's, okay? And so while she was getting her master's, getting her master's. So it, it, we became like uh, competitive sisters, you know. It wasn't really bad competition. As a matter of fact, it was it was good because I was it was inspiration. But I was tired. I was like, oh gosh, I, I don't know if I can hold out. <laughs> she never knew that. I'm like, oh, this is hard. You know, this is crazy. What am I doing? I felt like I was really going through a, a whole mental turmoil. But I stuck in there, and she stuck in there. When she graduated, I graduated. You know, so it was like now that we've done that. You know, that's an accomplishment because this is all step by step stuff. Because nobody taught us how to do none of this. You know what I'm saying? And by the time she, she got her degree, I was so happy, and I got my degree, so we shared. Yay, yeah, I got our degree. Now it's what? Hmm. Well, what do I do with this one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, the million-dollar question, right? Oh, my yeah. goodness. I, I was working. I was, I, was, I was a manager in my office, you know, where I worked. And, uh, you know, I took it to my, my supervisor, and I said, look, I have another degree. She said, well, that's nice. And they laughed at you. Well, we're going to make sure that we put it in the file. The file? Well, where's the file? Now, here, you know, I knew about F-13. I said, they're going to put it in the F-13 file? You know that is, right, everybody? <laughs> the F-13 file is the trash. <laughs> <laughs> So, oh, right. man, to be filed. <laughs> right in the yes. trash. Yes. 
because because I know because I work in human resources and that's what they do with a lot of people's resumes. They came in and resonate so high and pollutant. They look at it, they please trash, you know, because we're 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 people that we don't trust, we don't help, we don't, you know, it's, it's a problem. You know, we got problems. Those are some of our issues, you know. So I wound up so frustrated. I said, I'm out of here. I'm not giving them another moment of my time. Another moment of my strength. I'm going to work for the most high. And that's what I said out of my mouth. They said, you know, you be careful what you ask for because you just might get it. And I took an early retirement. My coworkers were saying to me, you can't do that. You don't have the age. You don't have the time. You don't have the money. And I said, huh, wait a minute. Don't challenge me now. That's all I needed probably was that challenge. You challenging me? I'll go to my most high. And I went to your home. He said, go ahead and do what you got to do. I retired <laughs> at, the, at the wonderful old age of 58. And I said, I'll see you later. They said, well, you're going to get a cut. You're not going to give you all your money. You're going to blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and since then, there's so many people telling me how they ain't even know that they're, they're not even any retirement money out there no more. The companies are cutting back. They're not doing this. They're not getting that. I got out and I got mine. I said, see you later. And since then, all the purposes of those degrees have come to me. The Most High is sending me out to do the work that I said I would do. And I'm so grateful and thankful to him he has opened up my vision, opened up my, 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 my chakras, as they call them. And I see now, hmm, here was purpose. Here was purpose. So I asked the creator to this day to help me focus, see, because still, even at this level, even at this level, 83 is still in progress. They're trying to cut us off from being a nation. They don't want the other. The more you think you know, the more, the, the, the more, obstacles they put in the way so that that no that must that must really the most high must laugh at us from the heavens he said what they think they're doing not doing anything that yah will not allow so i'm grateful for that and i try to teach my children mm -hmm. i try to show them how you got to work through the process you've got to go through the process it ain't gonna come just overnight it's not gonna come just because you want it just then and there it's going to come, I mean, it's going to take a lot of um, bearing and, and caring and sharing and doing and falling and getting back up. That's it. That's the way. That is the way. But at the end of the day, you want to see progress. I know I do. I want to see progress. I want to see my people make it. I want to see the next generation prepared for the fight, the struggle, whatever it might be. Because until the most I say, this is it. It's all, it's all progress. It's all progress. Mm -hmm. It's a process in motion. Well, Hallelujah. This process has another hand in the air. We're going to give everybody an opportunity to speak their mind. So if you have comment, question, or concern, go ahead and throw your hands in the air using star five star just like that, just like that. Star five star right on your phone. Shabbat shalom, my coat, Yakina. What's your comment, question, or concern? So, Shabbat shalom, family. Um, all praise to the Most High, thanking Him for the gift of life again this morning. Um, I'm going to try to regroup myself. Um, I kind of forgot my comment, but basically what I wanted to say was that I wanted to let Amy know that 
I cannot imagine um, what the process must be like for her to um, put these things together because it's it's emotional, you know. It's a very emotional, for me, um, subject to hear sometimes. You know, sometimes I feel like a big girl and I'll take it, you know. But then every now and then she says very poignant things like the example she gave of the mother and the baby. And I've only given birth once. And it brought me to tears. So for all the times that she's put her mind and body through it and to have to, you know, process that thought, it's a very painful thing, as are a lot of the um, a lot of the, the things that come up as, as we discuss this subject. So all that being said, um, just a reminder to my brothers and sisters out there that um, these things can be emotional and painful, but let us put our emotions in the right place. Let us um, remember why those things were allowed to happen to us, why the father would seemingly turn his back on us, because we had so many times done it to him. Um, and let us work, let it encourage us to work even harder to strive towards him, towards mending that relationship. Let it cause us to be more understanding and loving towards one another, to understand why we seem to have issues, you know, if something ain't right, you know, we seem special uh, off into one another because we are and we have been through some very extreme conditions. Um, let us just be mindful to be compassionate and loving and understanding, of course, not allowing yourself to ever be taken advantage of in any situation, but just keep that in mind and in light and to go to the most high and use his process that he's given us to try to rectify the issues that we have with family members and loved ones um, when possible, um, and also to guard ourselves when we have to so that we can keep walking and striving towards him to find like minds and be on the right path at all times. Let these things be an encouragement to you. Let them be an inspiration. Let them be the reason why you have to continue to walk and fight and strive for what is right um, because of what our ancestors have done and been through. We have to, for as many generations as we've done wrong, we have to have as many generations and more that do right, if that makes sense. So um, let us be encouraged and let us uh, maintain our integrity and our love and our strength um, together. All praise to the Most High today and forever. Selah, so be it. And so I me special blessings for you always. Thank you so much. Toda, baby. I love you. You know, you've been a part of the struggle. You've seen, and you may didn't necessarily have to understand it all, but you did see some of the struggle. And, and you yeah. know, that's that's real important because, you know what, we have never been disconnected from our from our parts in terms of emotionally and, 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 and that hereditary piece. That part has been there. That That will never leave us. But the thing is that now, you know, we have to stop disowning, like you say, disowning one another because we are who we are. And that's just a fact. We're going to change that. <laughs> I was saying to this gentleman the other night when we were at the program, uh, he wanted to make a comment because some brother was speaking and he was sort of like questioning some of the stuff. And, uh, and he was so excited to want to rebut. And I was saying to him, we will have time to do that. This night is not for that. And he looked at me so funny because he, you know, he feels like, well, I'm educated. I can speak. And I'm saying to him, because he's new on the board, 
I'm saying to him, not now, not now. We're going to get new seed. We're going to get opportunity to deal with that. And it was good that we, that he, 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 said, he said to the woman next to him, the woman next to him, say something, say something. And the woman, and he said to the woman, and this is humility, and I appreciate that, especially amongst people who, of profession, you know. And he said to the woman, no, I'm taking the advice of my sister, and I'm leaving that alone. And I felt so honored. I felt so good that maybe people are starting to listen, you know, because that wasn't the time or the place. You know what I'm saying? And certainly enough, when the CEO, she got up to address what the brother had said and among some other things, and she did it in such a way that she definitely tabled it for another time, but she did it in a very, very, you know, and that's good because that's her job. And sometimes we got to remember whose job is what, and we have to be careful that we don't overstep somebody else's, you know, position to do something because you feel like, well, I'm, I'm just as good. No, that, that, that's, not, that's not important. That's not how that's supposed to go. So we, maybe, you know, we're learning in spurts and in places and, you know, through our experiences. So I thank the Most High for that because I, I just want to say that to say if I had probably done that 10 years ago, I would have been ridiculed. But today, you know, you know you, you, what you do, it does begin to speak for itself. It does begin to say, to speak volumes. And I'm just very grateful because you got to stay the course. Until that time for you to speak or do whatever it is, mm-hmm. when it comes, then do it. Don't frustrate yourself in the, in, in before the time. Hallelujah. Timing is everything. Speaking of timing, this perfect time for the hand to be in the air. That was a great timing. I told, I see you throw your hand in the air exactly when you needed to hear from me. I told Kaisa about I had to come back. <clears throat> I had to come back, Ima. Because I have a quick testimony, Iman, what you just shared about school and what you went through with your degrees and stuff, I went through a similar situation. I got my undergrad in political science and my master's in public administration. And the reason I did that and I worked in government is because I wanted to go to law school and be a lawyer. I had absolutely no desire to go in the courtroom and fight for anything or anybody. Honestly, I just didn't. But it always, I always felt like this is what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> Come to find out what I do, uh, with, because of what my, my, my degrees, I had to deal with a lot of contracts and blah, blah, blah. But with what I do with my business, that's 90% of what I have to deal with. You've got to get those contracts right, the commas, the periods, everything, because it will, it will show up later. If you don't do it right, so many people in this industry have been advantage of and lost millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars because they didn't understand contracts. So I say all that to say, hold off and let me know I'm not crazy and it's better to follow your purpose than to follow ego or whatever other people think feel. So I, I just, it, it's off topic, but it was just I needed to share that with you, and thank you. Hallelujah. That's all. Love you. That don't sound off topic to me. <laughs> oh, thank you. Gonna show the go you. It shows to go you that we are. It shows to go you. Hilarious. 
Well, you know, Amy, you, you know, I remember doing the same thing. I was, uh, I went to school for a thing, and then I didn't use the degree the way I thought I was supposed to. Yeah, and then I went and picked up exactly. this other skill, and then I got upset because I didn't use the skill. Yeah. Listen, listen. Y'all not waiting on that. You know you're not. But um, <laughs> I, I, those skills do show up in my everyday life. Like, like you, for real, I know you're waiting on it because I'm going to do it. And it's for a specific reason. I remember um, being very upset with not going forward with some of these things. And I had this conversation with a priest. Matter of fact, it was called Mikhail. And he informed me that I have, he said, um, I mean, he was listening to me and just letting me talk and complain about not being able to use any of the things, all the skills that I acquired. And then he's like, oh, you didn't use it? So you didn't just got finished doing her hair? You didn't just got finished baking that, crocheting this? And I was like, yeah, but that's not the point. (laughs) 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 The point is. (laughs) And he said, well, what is the point? I was like, I forgot because you just made me You the whole argument. (laughs) Yeah, you took my whole argument and tossed it out the window because we really think so much of ourselves or we don't think enough of ourselves. You think mm-hmm, we yeah. killed before. To build the nation, to build on what you are, who you are. You say, well, what's my purpose? Well, he didn't give you those skills just for nothing. So have a, a, a big heart. Just consider that the creator is kind enough to give you these skills for a reason. It may not be for today, but tomorrow, oh, my goodness, that's even better because you don't even know what tomorrow holds. You don't even know what the rest of today holds. I'm sure Mashiach can add to this conversation because what's happening is we're starting to be um, uh, responsible, take, uh, be accountable, and, mm-hmm. and, and realize that we are better than what we have been told. We're not what they taught us that we are. We're not savage beasts. We are very compassionate people. And we have to learn how to love ourselves. You got great information. You have a lot of love in you. But you have been beaten. You've been torn down and hurt. And that's the reason why you react the way you do. You come out swinging because that's the way, you know, you protect yourself. But yeah. I'm your sister. We're my, you're my brother. We're family. We argue and we fuss sometimes, but that doesn't mean that we don't love each other and it's over. It's over? What do you mean it's over? I take my blood out of my body and I'm not your sister anymore. We can't do that. It's not possible. So just look yourself in the face. Forgive yourself for what you haven't done or forgive yourself for what you have done and keep it moving. I'm encouraging you all today to take responsibilities for your actions. And start with loving yourself. That's the action I need for you to do. Love yourself. It's okay. You know, give yourself a a pass for some of them things. And look at how you are so skilled and wonderful. The the thing that the creator gave you 10 years ago, you had the wherewithal to hold it until this proper time today. So I give you all a round of applause. Great job. All right, Mashiach, tell us what's on your mind today. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom. Um, I, I really want to talk about a few things you said, Amy, and I'm like hearing the, you know, the, the correction and measure and things like, well, at least to thinking about correction and measure where the Motai is so merciful to us, but he definitely has been showing us to our face our wrongdoing. 
But then there's times where, because I know for me, I'm very, like, I get to that introspection, like, what have I been doing to get, you know, when I'm getting whatever thing it is, and I'm like, you know what, I know I've done something, and sometimes our past just catch up with us. You might be doing all the right things in the current moment, but what you were doing in your past wasn't always right, and so you thought you was getting away with it, and he just kept on multi okay, another tick mark, another tick mark, another tick mark, and then when all the calamity strikes, you're like, ah, it's like a flood, but you wasn't saying that when you was flooding him with your sins and your, you know, iniquities. So if we, yeah, we think about post-traumatic slave syndrome, but the, those of us who know who we are can truly understand that link if we if we look at ourselves for real. Um, and it is, there's going to be times where you wasn't doing anything wrong, and the most I just allowed Satan, as he did with Yo, to test you. And to see, you know, your fortitude in the most high. So that's that's a big thing for me, just making sure we keep that introspection and and life and death is in that tongue. I know we, we definitely say things in our anger, but every time we go back to the scriptures and we do dwell on it day and night and we think about the things that we should and shouldn't do, it, it becomes a little bit easier. Um, hopefully, for us to recognize and then change because we can, anytime somebody comes to us with something, we can answer with haughtiness or humility. That's that's generally what happens. Either you're going to be humble and sit down or you're going to be haughty and, and, and get, you know, what they call it, they're gonna, you're going to buck on somebody. You're going to be that pop-off one all the time because you're not thinking and truly having that introspection of, well, could that be right? You know, whether they telling you something about yourself, whatever it is, could it be right? And sometimes things that are right are not always kind if you don't put it in a better way. So we, we know that we are in a, a, a uphill battle right now, but when we get ourselves together, the change, oh, man, the change is going to come from each individual, and then we'll see it as a nation because everybody's looking for somebody else. Well, these leaders need to do this. How about the followers need to show? Because guess what? A good leader is nothing but a good follower. If you can't follow somebody doing the right thing, you're never going to be able to lead anyone else. So we we got to look at ourselves as a people individually, and then we can look collectively because we justify a lot of the crazy things that we do, and then we say, oh, it's because of slavery. Yeah, I get it. We we have some things that are deeply rooted in us that are now in our our genes. But once we realize it, if we don't make the changes and we make excuses, no matter what the area is, finances, spirituality, mental health, emotional intelligence, whatever the case is, once we know, it's great, you know. And it's only half the battle. So all of these things, like, come round robin. And I'm like, oh, I, I was hearing, Amy, you were saying <laughs> these things in a different way when we were younger. And, mm-hmm. you know, every every time something occurs now in my adulthood, I'm like, oh, that's what she was saying. Because now you knew, but now when you understand, you can apply it and become that, that wise person and make wise decisions. So I think that we all will start to, See better when we start to do better, and sometimes it just takes to be like, okay, let me not respond to that, even in the moment. Let me think about this. 
And then yeah. you might never respond to it, you know? But there's some stuff that we can respond to and we can say, this made sense, this was, this was my marker, most high, I'm not going to do this no more. Or you might not even say it, just do it. You don't even got to say it, just do it. So You know that's consciousness. I think you right? mean. Yeah, and that's, but a lot that's of us know ourselves and are still unconscious. <laughs> right, but your conscience. I'm talking about that part of you that nags at you when you know you did it. <laughs> See, that comes quick now. It comes faster. To me, it comes faster once you acknowledge yourself. Once you begin to know, and you know that this thing, you, you know, that won't write. And your conscience starts to bother you. That is the time that you should just take that moment to do the meditation so that you can get the strength that you need to to, to, to change it, you know? to make the changes. Like you said, it may not be that you need to say anything to anybody, but you've got to say it to the Most High. Why? Because he already knows, and he wants to know that you know, so he can work with you to help you to get to where you need to be. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. I just love this conversation. It's going places. It's going places. It's going into the innermost resource of our hearts and our minds. It's, it's making sense. It's like the Father is saying, you know, come, let us reason together. Let's, let's figure this thing out. We're not in this alone. We are in this together. This is our plight. How do we get back to the Almighty? How do we get back to each other? How do we get back what is rightfully ours? We have to be accountable for everything that we have done to get where we are right now. So self-introspection, sometimes we can say it, but we can't take it. Sometimes we can take it, but we can't say it. And we have to learn how to do it all. we got to learn all over again. It's like a person who gets into an accident to get their memory. They have to learn all over again a lot of things, how to eat even sometimes. And that is our fight from the ruder to the tutor. We have to relearn everything. And take back with ours and start with your confidence, your power, your strength. And may the Most High continue to be with us. All right, Gavert Miriam, Babakusha, finalize your thoughts so that we can move to our next segment. I'm happy to hear from everybody today. And I pray for you all. Shabbat Shalom. Hallelujah. Shabbat Shalom. You know, I think that we've said it all today. This has really been a very uh, wonderful session. Because I want you to know that when I speak to you, I speak to myself. I always say that. It's really the truth. Because it's a learning experience on, um, on every level for all of us, you know. And here's the prayer. The prayer is that for the young people, for the youngsters amongst us, we need to get them involved and have them understand that this is the legacy that we're leaving. We don't have no money. <laughs> we really don't. We don't have a whole lot of land. We don't have any at all. If you do. If you haven't paid them taxes, you want to take a look at it because it might not be yours again. Because this is what they do. They want to make certain that we don't we don't augment. You know what augment means? That we don't congeal. That we don't come together. That's the prayer for them. Our prayer is that Most High take care of that mess. You know, help us get this mess message out of this mess that we have made, and that we will become you know uh, just a people that you would be proud of once again that's the thing that we want the most high to be proud of us again oh my gosh so we're going to keep working it and keep twerking it keep tapping it keep doing all those things do your homework i think that we should probably start giving out some lessons i might be doing that next week i think i did get actual do the disc 
I think Noaya did give me so she did did it and if you didn't do it, you can still do it, always do it. Do the disc uh lesson that we had, do the re lesson that we did. Um and just just use the words. The most I said, look, he said, You ain't got nothing to bring him right now. He said, But come with you, come words, bring the words with you. So we're going to, that's what we're using right now. We're using the words, Mosai, and pray that you would even bless us one day to get back our land, our substance, so we can even do all of the um, the offerings that you asked for us to do. So we, we, we're, we're coming. Slowly but surely we're coming. Hallelujah. Shabbat Shalom, family. Shabbat Shalom. Once again, Toda, to Emilion for such a wonderful segment, bringing us this information and sharing with us some ways that we can accomplish some healing, healing of the mind, body, and the spirit. So without further ado, we're going to move forward to our next segment where we hear from Dora Matana L with the Hebrew word of the day, bringing you not just the word, but the sentence, the paragraph, the prayer, the story. Yeah, she's giving it to you in Hebrew. Well, this is the Hebrew word of the day. Stay blessed, everybody. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Now let's get strong. We are a low challenge. Good exercise. Good exercise. Bringing out the value and the meaning of the olive base. I need it olive base. Talk with the olive base. Be with the olive base. Count with the olive base. I need it olive base. Talk with the olive base. Be with the olive base. Count with the olive base. I need it olive base. Talk with the olive base. Be with the olive base. Count with the olive base. is the olive is the house. The mail is the camel cup with dollar door flock or they open. Hey, is he holding the chosen? Wob is the nail that bend down to keep it frozen. He owns the weapon. That is the fence. That is a tricky serpent that always sent. Gold is the hand. Constant the arm of the hand. Mine is the staff in the hand of sand on. Mine is the water. Noon is the fish in the water. Some is the support that order. Iron is the eye to see what happened. Pain is the mouth of either praising or yapping. Slave is the fishman. Coop is the eye of the needle. Rose is the head of all people. Sheen is the tooth. Top is the mark and the sign in the cross. is the sign in the fork to be reckoned with. Y'all created it and we project with it. We talk, we read, we count, and we directed it back to the universe. We have to now do this work. Elohim used it first, and now we can choose the word. Y'all created all of things. Talk with all of things. He with all of things. Olive Bates, that's the Olive Bates song, y'all. Getting ready for Zoda Matana L. Shalom, shalom. How are you today? Focus shalom. Shabbat shalom. The conversation was great. It was a couple of quotes I couldn't get, but it's all good. Yeah, I think. I I don't know. I I understand. No. No, I can't say that. I, well, never mind. I can't, I, can't get, I can't quite get that thought to come from my brain to my mouth where it makes sense to anybody other than me, so I'm going to keep that one to myself. But, yes, we uh, it's a lot. I mean, I've always felt, first and foremost, I'm going way back now, I've always felt that the Israelite Institute was one of the best things that had ever happened, that I have ever heard of or been um, privy to 
when I came into law. I thought that was great because I had a counselor in school, and she was a Jew, okay, and her name was Bernstein. You don't forget certain things. And she told me that um, the best accomplishment that I can make in life was to be a maid. Now, this was back in 1975, okay? Wow. Yeah, that's what she told me. So I say all that to say this. These people don't care about us. And the sooner we understand that, I like the I like the point where she said that it takes a village to raise a child. Nowadays, you say something to these children, their parents want to fight you. And I understand that it all goes back to the point that Yah is in charge of it all. You just keep doing what you need to do as far as being right and, and correct before the Most High, and it will all fall into place. That that that's my final thought on it. Yeah, because we do have a lot of work to do. We do. We are a sick people, and I understand Mashiach's um, point that when you become um, an Israelite, that you you know when you become you already been an Israelite, but when you become knowledge of self, that it it it, it doesn't really make it better. It doesn't really. I mean, when you become knowledge of self, it teaches you to become more accountable for what you do. But it still doesn't take away from the underlying cause of why you act the way you act and why you do what you do. It just doesn't take away from that. And I and that's what um Dodai's trying to say. It, it doesn't take you can't you can't you can't like it's like saying that, well we're gonna push it back under the rug. No. Now what we're trying to do is take it from under the rug okay, and look at it and say, all right, we're going to have to get rid of the trash. That, that, that's, that's the best way of putting that. Well, with all that being said, Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat Shalom, Mashalamek, Ahayom Hazay, Ani, Metsuyan Toraya, Wei'at. Ani Margishtova. And without you, y'all, we are not, we are nothing. There's nothing we can do without you. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. As I like to always start off, I'm going to say, Yehovah Hutov, Kohazman, Kohazman, Yehovah Hutov, Anilo, and Aki. Ainly they are good. Yah's good all the time. All the time, Yah's good. I will not worry because I have no worries. Let us start with our mantra: El Yom Kasafro Boreshel Kodivorim Barata Oti Barata Otanu Barata Divrim Od. Ani Hawabeko Akshoka with the Kale Azoli Lehavin Ki Maaka Atahowe Hasiba Ki Ani Hawa. Let that call Kiani Shavakia. That all that I am praise ya. Hallelujah. Anaya, Lihio Iti Hayom Haze. Bigmok Oti Badrim, Ki Ani Rosala Aso, Badjikwa. Ta Azoli, Lehisha Air Alhanati Panakon. 
Kazoli, Yesh, Makshavot, Kivio, Parotson, Sliga, Parotson, Ka, Yaase, in Coco Kai and Yetain La Yehoa, Shabachia, Ha Adir, Hallelujah. Please, y'all, be with me this day. Support me in the things that I want to do in righteousness. Help me to stay on the right path. Help me to have positive thoughts. Yah, your will will be done. With all my might, I will give unto Yehovah his praise. Yah, ulai et hamanim ha-elei bavakusha. Elei makshavot shel ha-levi bavakusha atagal. Atazuri wego ali. Yeshli et hakoaklis note. La azo zaman avurya. We who ya aze saman vishvilka. Ani ohevit et at me. Ani salakle at me. Ani chai areni. We mukhana li hit modod im odion. Ani vishlita male al hamakshavot. She le we al amu akti. Toraya al ko divarim. Yah, may these words of my mouth please you. May these thoughts, <coughs> excuse me, may these thoughts of my heart please you also. You are my rock and my redeemer. I have the power to change. Make time for Yah, and He will take the time for you. I love myself. I forgive myself, and I accept myself. I'm alive, alert, and ready to face another day. I'm in complete control over my thoughts and my mind. Thank you, Yah, for all things. Hallelujah. Anaya b'vakusha, lihiyo iti hayom haze, ta'azor li lehit klika, ta'azor li lihiyot ki yuriyot lehash pe'ah, Ki Adam ki aniba a bemaga im hayon. Yivarek et pekedi, ledebe rach kesetain kakma, lihiyo al hakspatayam shelly. Ani no teret laka we rach et kol, ha tora al kao ma, she ata osebishvili. Lishmor oti min ha kakim. Ani rota lehit keyev. Legarom lehim lo, lihiyot ha adon sheli, az abu kieg eg ye, bli asma, az anilo eshem beko, katagado, neged, anashim o et hatorato. Baruch shem shel yahoa, shavachia ha adir. Hallelujah. Anaya, please be with me this day. Help me to be a positive influence on each and every person that I come in contact with today. Bless my mouth to speak only kindness and let wisdom be on my lips. I give you and only you all the thanks for all that you do for me. Anar Yehoah, keep me from the sins I want to commit. May they not be my master. May I rule over them. Then I will be without blame. Then I will not be guilty of any great sin against people or your Torah. Blessed be the name of Yehoah. Praise the mighty Yah. Ani lehalel et Yehoah beko eight. Shavako tami ihiye af for take. Yah, ani yoda ache ani lo leti. Lo zeriket lead og. Leata iti. 
קודי אגותיי, שכבתי לברג וקו. היום יום יהיה יום של מנת דעה. ותשוקה יהי לכם הכוואר רבותיי למעני. אני אסתיר תורה. אני מוקיר. יש לי יקף של הכרת תורה. אם כוכוכי אני אתן ויהוא שבחו. I will praise Jehovah at all times. His praise will always be on my list. Yeah, I know I don't need to worry for you are with me. All of my concerns I lay at your feet. Every day will be a victorious day. For you, y'all, will fight my battles on my behalf. I am so grateful. I am appreciative. I have an attitude of gratitude. With all my might, I will give unto Yehovah his praise. Hallelujah. Im Yehovah ani yakolala asokol divarim. With Yehovah, I can do all things. Im Yehovah ani yakolala asokol divarim. Ya ani. מוכנה לחיום הזה. אני מצויד בכל מה שאני זריקת. I am equipped with all that I need. אני רשאי. יש לי נעליים של שלום. I have my shoes of peace. אני לא הולכת להדיג. אני לא אתן לאנשים לגנוב את שמחתי. I'm not going to let people steal my joy. To Yehovah goes all praise. Nehedar, 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 Yehovah kokai, akshal kimotami. Hallelujah, hallelujah. With Yehovah, I can do all things. Y'all, I'm ready for this day. I'm equipped with all that I need. I am empowered. I have my shoes of peace. I'm not going to get upset. I'm not going to let people steal my joy. To Yehovah goes all the glory. Great, wonderful, magnificent is Yehovah, my power, now as always. Hallelujah. Yehovah, ata hakokai, ani mekabedet otka, ani ohevet otka, ani putakat otka, ana rape oti, ana lihio iti, ana berek oti, Yehovah who told, Kohazman, Kohazman, Yehovah who told, Anilo ed a ki ain li, deago, hallelujah. Yehovah, you are my strength. I respect you, I love you, I trust you. Please heal me, please be with me, please bless me. Yehovah is good all the time, all the time, Yehovah is good. I will not worry because I have no worries. Hallelujah. Yehovah kokai we meleki. אני נותן לבקר תורה על כל דברים ויחקור. יהוה מהפאוור מהקין, I give to you thanks for all things and everything. אני מודה לך על חיי. אני מודה לך על שהיבתי חתי בתוקים במשק כל החיקה. Hallelujah. I thank you for my life. I thank you for keeping me safe throughout the night. And I thank you. Well, not yet. And now, I thank you for keeping me, and I thank you for waking me up this morning. Hallelujah. I give you thanks, Yehovah, for my family. I give you thanks, Yehovah, for my family. 
Agana Shelka with Ahava. My Tefila, or my prayer for them, Yehovah. It's your protection. Protect them for me, Yah. Shower your love on them for me, Yah. I just love Yah. Na shamor alehem betukin. Na liberek otam im shakwek nasi. Na liberek otam yesh yom mod him. Please keep them safe. Please bless them to have peace of mind. Also, y'all, please bless them to have an awesome day. May your will be done. Shabbat et yaha adir ki huvre oile shabbakin. Praise the mighty Yah. Because he is worthy to be praised. Rachamim shalom lisbola nesat. Animada la Yehoa Abi Wemeleki al Kor Hazanin we hakol. I give you thanks, Yah, again for all things and everything. Animada laka al tesetka haokhev. I thank you, Yah, for your protection and love. Animada laka al shehikwedesh metsuman ka kedi lihiyot meduli we mukapas oti. Yesh la kwaka et ze kimovan me alayo aval lo ami. Many take the things that you do for them for granted. I am acknowledging them, Yah, and I don't take that for granted. Hashivakim ka tami yi ha a hakayim hayom. Animodalaka a shakwit nasi. I thank you, Yah, for peace of mind. Sham yesh shalom. Where there is harmony, there is peace. Sham shalom yesh ahava. Where there is peace, there is love. Ani yodaat min nim brokotai we ani modalaka. I know where my blessings come from, and I want to thank you. Nehedar 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 Yehovah hakokai. Great, wonderful, magnificent is Yehoah. Anilo ed ki ain li deyako, our famous line. I will not worry because I have no worries. Yehoah who told Kohasman, Kohasman Yehoah who told Shevach Yah Yah's good all the time, all the time Yah's good. Praise the mighty Yah. Hallelujah. I release all negative thoughts that drain my energy. I think positive. I think positive. I am positive. I will concentrate on all the good in my life and be ever so grateful for all that I have. All blessings come from Yehoah. I'm appreciative. I am beautiful. I'm blessed by the best. I am caring. I am confident. I am dependable. I am elegant. I'm fantastic. I am grateful. I have an attitude of gratitude. I am healthy, wealthy, and wise. I am intelligent. I am jubilant. I am kind. I am lovable. I am mindful. I am outstanding. I am perfection. I am quality. I am reliable. I am selflessness. I am trustworthy. I am vibrant. I am worthy. I am wonderfully made and highly favored. I am zealous for the most high, his Lord's statutes and commandments. From the womb to the tomb. I will give to Yehovah his praise. Hallelujah. That is the Tisilot for the day.
Of course, all your own to fill those are also awesome. Giving all praise, honor, glory to Jehovah, my power, my king, now and always. Hallelujah. We're going to start our lesson for the day. Yehovah who told, Kohazman, Kohazman, Yehovah who told, Anilo Ed Aki, Ain Li, Deagod. Ani Ear Ketzef, Yehovah Ko Eight, Hashava Ko Yihiyo, Lelo, Haref, Al, Batai. Yehovah is good all the time. All the time, Yehovah is good. I will not worry because I have no work. I will extol Yehovah at all times. His praise will continually be on my lips. Hallelujah. Opsir Malin, which is our vocabulary. Part three. Kelev Shalili. Shit. Shalishi. Uh, Lika. Kelev Shalishi. Part three. Um, awake. Ear. Awake. Ear. Surprised. Mufta. Surprised. Mufta. Early. Mukdom. Mukdom. I'm going to give you all the um, Hebrew letters for the word because I don't know if everybody can if everybody can get to we got smartphones so I'm quite sure you can never mind um, I'm sorry <clears throat> surprised mufta surprised mufta and I put a lamed that should be a hey mm. early mukdom Mukdam early. We did asinu. We did asinu. Still the ad the adverb still. And that is adin adin. Aleph. No ayin. Dalit yo nun sufi adin. Really, mamash, mamash. Adia rayon, rayon. Um, tell. La safir, la safir, how often? Be azo, be azo. No, slika, compound word, be azo tedi, tedi root. Be azo tedi root is how often. Last night, it moved by eres, it moved by eres, last night. Party, mesiba, mesiba. All of us, Helanu, Ku Lanu, all of us need as a verb. Um, no, I think this is a um, uh, now, thank you. Uh, need, Zerakin, Zerakin. Sure, you're right. Batak Sheata Zodek. Again. Betak Sheata Zodek. Sure you're right. I've missed you. Keet Gagati. Keet Gagati. Sent Meaz. Sent Meaz. You have moved. You have moved. She Avarta. She Avarta. It's um Okay, let let me do it this way. She is that word we talked about last week, which has many different. Uh, it's like 
okay, you have moved by itself is ahab, no, speaker, abarta, you moved. When you put that have in it, it's saying that you moved, okay? That's English. But to make it have, to make it make sense, when you speak in the Ivri and when you translate it to English, you have to translate it in a way where it would make sense. So you can't say that you moved. So you're talking about since somebody has moved. So the sense is Me'az, and then it's like Me'az She Ahav Avarta, since you have moved. Okay. I know that made no sense to nobody but me, but I understand what I'm saying. The feeling. Hatkusha, hatkusha, mutual, ha dadit, ha dadit, necessary. That is nekuts, nekuts, with us. Itanu. Last night, I mean, last week we went over us, which was otanu, and to make it with, you put um, an ayin in front of it with a with an e sound. And that gives you the um, with part. So with us is itanu. Real talk is she ka sika slika sika, which is conversation. Sika kena sika kena is real talk. Busy amus amus cooking meva sale meva sale meva shale. Mevashel, it got a sheen, not a scene. Cleaning, menakwe, menakwe. So you say, Zema sheata Omar. Zema sheata Omar. That is masculine. So you say, if you want to say feminine, it is Zema sheat omerit. Zema sheat omerit. So you say, other, akret, akret, guess or assume, me neak, me neak. That's the day. We're going to get into our story. And we have part three. Kalik shelishi. So part two, part one is when they wanted to, uh, when Dina called to ask Leia if her and the family wanted to go with them to camp. Um, part two was when they actually had already, you know, went up to the um, to the cabin, and they were, um, um, then, the, then the next day it was Shabbat, and they went for a walk, because I told you I had to change that word from, but I haven't changed it in the story, but they went for a walk, because hiking sounds more like work, and there's no work to be done on the Shabbat. So, with that being said, they went for a walk, and then after they went for the walk, they came back home. They, well, they came back to the cabin, and they ate, and they showered, and they took a nap. And then later on, they got up, and they did their prayers, and they prayed it to the Most High because it was Shabbat. Now, later that night, the adults went out. So this is part three. That's the deal. Alicia. Good morning. I'm surprised you up this early. 
זה, אני מרגיש עוד כך, אני מופתע גם, אני ער, השינו את הגבר שלנו, יתמו בארץ. I feel you. I'm surprised I'm up too. We did our thing last night. אלישה, לא ידעתי שהדיין היה לנו את זה. זה היה ראיון נהדר. המזון היה טוב גם. בעצות תדי רות קולקים מגיעים לכאן. I didn't know that we still had it. They, that was a great idea. The food was good also. How often do you all come here? They, לא לעיתים, לא לעיתים קרובות מספיק. היה לנו ממש טוב. Not often enough. We had a ball. Alicia. בטוח שאתה זודק, שוב תורה שהזמון את המשפחה מבוקלל הרצון הזה. Sure, you're right. Thanks again for inviting the fam. Whose idea was this anyway? זה. אם הגיטיל תן לדינה, לספר שזה היה שלך, אבל כלנו היינו. זה ריקים קוואטות זמן משפחתי. הילדים, הנשים שלנו, ואני התגגעתי אליך מאז שעברת. If you let Dina tell it, it was hers, but we all needed some family time. The kids, our wives, and I missed you all since you moved, Alicia. The feeling is mutual, bro. I can't say it enough. Thanks again. This was nice and much needed. Zay. Ain da ago, okay. Ain li. No worries, bro. I have nothing but love for the family. You know that. Alicia. Sika Kena. Me kwawan, Sika. Me kwan, she anu. Ye kolim be ota mede. La hit kil ba arukat habu queer. Nik maud. בקוץ ויש לנו יום עמוס לפניות. Real talk, bro. Since we're already awake, we might as well start breakfast. It's nice outside, and we have a busy day ahead of us. זה. אני טוב איתנו מבשל ארוכוקר, אבל אני לא מבשל קרמנקווי. I'm good with cooking breakfast, but I'm not... Cooking and cleaning. Ha, <laughs> Alicia. Zemashe ata Omar. Lea wedina lo yekwa blue et zem. Beshum derek akaret. So you say, Lea and Dina aren't going to have it any other way. Zem, zem, slika. Kain, anime nesheak. Se ata zodeku. ובא כן, והוא נתקיל את המסיבה הזו. יפ, 
I guess you're right. Oh, well, let's get this party started. Vesadea mishpacha, gamarti. All right, family, I'm finished. Zoker tami. Nehedar, 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 ku yokoa kokai. Uma ki aksha kimotami. Always remember. Great, wonderful, magnificent is Yehoah, my power, my king, now as always. Kimo Kane Deber. Kimo Kane also. Deber Kiyuvi. Tehishair Kiyuvi. Takshuv Kiyuvi. Big loud Yehoah Ku Kiyuvi. Shabbat Shalom Hakol. Also, speak positive. Stay positive. Think positively because Jehovah, he is positive. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom. Is that right? Mamash? Really? Okay, yeah. I love that word, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mamash. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I like that too. That's one of my, best, that's one of my favorite words, Mamash. I well, I like Yeah, I should have told you all in the beginning that that was my word for today. Really? Okay, Mama. Really? <laughs> <laughs> well, my word for today is Masiba because I'm ready to party. I know, right? <laughs> oh, yes. I like Masiba. that word. Give me a holy party a holy going party. on, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Quadosh. Yes, Can we're going to have a holy party. I like that. Mama. Praise. Okay. So y'all heard her story. It had nothing to do with me. It was a part three. I'm waiting for her to have me as her. No, I'm just joking. Please don't have me as the subject. Uh, <laughs> but this is a good story. This is part three. Just in case you missed it, you can go always go to the prayer line page on Facebook or visit our website, www.facebookland.com, dot com, dot com, not dot org. Somebody asked me, I didn't see it. it was dot org. I've never said that before. No, it's uh, facetheland.com, <laughs> dot com, dot com, 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 <laughs> not org. Okay, and then uh, you can also visit Zodai's page on Facebook, Hebrew for Beginners. And um, visit the same information. But this is some good stuff. The story. Yes. I know who Alicia is and I know who Zay is in my mind because I made them up as characters as well in my mind. So I'm following them in this story. And I, too, didn't know that we still had it. (laughs) I didn't. But, <laughs> I think it was hard <laughs> He said, boy, I'll surprise you up. He said, yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I can relate. I can relate to this story. No, but this is good. This is a good way of getting into the conversation in Hebrew. And I know some of us don't even have the olive bait down pat, but you hear that song a few more times, and you'll be knowing exactly what the olive stands for, the iron stands for. And, and, and you'll be able to follow along. One thing I know about conversation, and I just learned this about um, one of these ladies who came over here not too long ago, didn't have any English under her belt. 
had no idea how to speak the language. So somebody told her that the best way to learn a new language is to listen to their song. So put on a song in Hebrew and just keep listening to it. Or you um, you say the word and just keep repeating it. Um, listen to a talk show. Turn on the television and watch them in their language. Um, you'll start to pick it up and it becomes part of you. So I think that that's what we should do. Just use the language. Um, listen to it. Um, t- tune in to the prayer line. You may not understand every word that's being said, but I remember when it, when we first started, I didn't know what uh, Amy Diago mean until I heard it like 10 times. So I was like, okay, I remember now. You cannot get that out of my head now. And <laughs> I may not know how to spell it <laughs> or read it, but I know how to say it, and I know what it means when I hear it. So this is a really good way of jump-starting learning a new uh, language. And this is one of the best languages, the language of love. I love it because it's the most high language he gave us as a people, and I just appreciate it. We got to get back to what belongs to us, one word at a time, one sentence at a time, one paragraph at a time, and one lesson at a time. So I thank you, Dota, for sharing with us such information. It's not a small matter. It's big. It's huge. And we love you for it. So that. Oh, love uh, Look, you guys, we don't have the very idea today, but we're getting into the uh, Torah-minded portion. And don't forget that afterwards we have the expression session. So if you missed the psalm service, if you want to, like, share a thought of positivity, something that the creator put into your spirit, it would be the time in the expression session. So we're going to go straight from Torah-minded into our segment that you will be able to express yourself. So, Dota, go ahead and finalize your segment, and we're going to move forward. Best of dear, Toda Rabah, Mishpaka, Chimotani, Zokir Tami, Nehedar, 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 et Yehoa Koka, Anilo Ed Aki, Amy Deago. Family, remember, speak positively. Think positively. Stay positive because Jehovah, he is positive. It is get rid of the shalili. Get rid of the negativity. Let that go. The shalili, let it go, okay? Find a positive uh, outcome in every situation. For example, I stumped my toe. It hurt, but it's not broke. Hallelujah. Shabbat Shalom, Mishpaka. Shabbat Shalom. Mm-hmm. Shabbat Shalom. I love it. Find the silver lining. It goes right along with the theme for the day. What's good, y'all? What's good? <laughs> I'll tell you what's good. This beautiful Shabbat is good. It's good for me. It's good for my soul. It's good for my body. I thank the Most High for putting it in place. He knew best. Because I know one thing, if I had to work another day this week without this Shabbat, y'all might as well be scraping me up off the ground. Father, new best. Told our most high for this beautiful Shabbat day. And thank him for the words that he left on record in the form of Torah. Torah is uh, it's supposed to be life to us. If you apply Torah, you should see your life start to change. and 
it doesn't necessarily mean that just because you don't Torah, everything is going to get better. It might get worse before it gets better. But the point is, you know, and you can apply it, and you can teach this wealth to your children, to your neighbors, to your coworkers. Tell it to everybody. Well, without further ado, this is Torah Minded. Shabbat Shalom, everybody, and stay blessed. He has made everything beautiful in its time. Also, he has set the world in their heart. Yet so that man cannot find out the work that Elohim has done from the beginning even to the end. Ecclesiastes 3, 11. be the name of Yehovah, our power, all praise, all honor, all glory to the Holy One of Israel, the maker and creator of heaven and earth, one who's given us the breath of life, even the power that dwells within each and every one of us. On this day, I would like to begin by first and foremost giving thanks unto Yehovah, our power. What is thanks? Thanks equates to acknowledgement of appreciation. We have so much to be thankful for and so much to appreciate. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for my life and the lives of all of you. With the breath of life, we can always amend our spiritual relationship with our Creator for the better. We can always bring forth divine works that can be blessed, and we can always inspire others to do the same. Asking the Most High to be with each of us individually as well as collectively, and bless the works of our hands that we put forth in righteousness. Last but not least, thanking Yehovah our power for the Holy Shabbat day. For in six days, the Most High created the heavens, the earth, the seas, and all therein and rested on the seventh day. Wherefore, Yehovah blessed this day and hallowed it. May this day be a blessing, and may it be holy to each and every one of you. And may we all cease from our mental and physical burdens. May we all focus all of our thoughts and attention exclusively on the making creator of heaven and earth, his laws, statutes, and his commandments, and even the history of his chosen people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Giving thanks for this holy convocation by way of modern technology. Thank you the most high once again for the life of Akmakio and the creator of heaven and earth. Continue to bless him and keep him. May he continue to be inspired. May he continue to inspire others. Thank you the most high for the life and welfare of Ima Tamar. May the most high restore her health 100%. May she enjoy her whole Shabbat day. Sending out a special prayer for the brother of Sarnirman Ben Ephraim. May the most high restore his health as well. May he continue to grow closer in his relationship with the most high. Praying for the comfort of the family of Elder Dawid. May the Most High be with them in their time of need. Being 
being ever mindful of the situation with our beloved bro- brother, even Yosef, and our sister, our beloved sister, Shaltika. I'm very sorry to hear about their loss. May the creator heaven and earth comfort them and their family on this holy Shabbat day as well. Thank you, the Most High, for the opening prayer by our beloved Sarnayman Ben Ephraim. Thank you, the Most High, for the life of our beloved hostess, even the Virgo Kavi about Larry. Thank you, the Most High, for the psalm service and all the participants therein. Thank you, the Most High, even for the segments that have yet to come, namely the health spot by our beloved Adira Ishet Rabbi Benyamin Ben Larry. Give thanks for the people behind the scenes. Give thanks for the life of Gavir Tierza by Yisrael. Give thanks even for the silent listeners. Even though I don't hear your voice, I truly feel your spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Today's Torah portion has a theme of Mishpatim. Mishpatim in Ivri means ordinances. Or to judge, coming from the Hebrew root, Shafat, spelled Shimi Feitet. It is the second word of the portion when you read it in Hebrew. It is the 18th weekly Torah portion in our annual cycle of Torah readings. And it's the sixth portion in the book of Shemot, the book of names, also known as the book of Exodus. And in this book, the most divine, spectacular name was revealed to all of humanity by way of the children of Israel. And that name is Yehoah, yod heh wah May we all have respect for that name and the divine laws statutes and commandments, even the judgments that were left on record. Today's Torah portion that constitutes the book of Exodus or Shemot, chapter 21, verse 1, and it reads through chapter 24, verse 18. But before we begin the Torah summary of the day, I'd like to bring us up to speed by reviewing last week's lesson, which was Torah portion Yitro. We discussed last week that Yitro means excellence. It was a title, a former title, the father-in-law of Moshe. We spoke about how Yitro reunited Moshe with his wife and his two children. We spoke about how Moshe accepted Yitro's counsel, even though he wasn't an Israelite. So we learned from that that wisdom is found everywhere. We have to keep our ears in tune to the frequency of wisdom and righteousness so that when it's presented, no matter who presents it, we can grab it, store it in our mental Rolodex, and even apply it in our daily worship of Yehoah, our and our interpersonal relationships one with another. Last week, we discussed Yah's divine message for the nation of Israel, and we also discussed Israel's response to that message. We discussed how the Most High promised to appear at Mount Sinai. We discussed how the people were sanctified. We discussed how the Mosai appeared on the mountain by way of his glory. We discussed the Ten Commandments, which is the foundation and rudiment of all that we know that is righteous in this earth. We discussed how Moshe drew near unto the Most High. We also discussed commandments concerning idolatry and the altar. To give us an overview of this week's lesson, we'll discuss the laws pertaining to Hebrew serpents. We'll discuss laws pertaining to personal injuries. We'll discuss laws pertaining to protection of property. We'll also discuss the concept of social responsibility. We all have a divine obligation to be each other's keeper. We'll discuss laws of justice and mercy. We'll also discuss additional laws pertaining to the Shabbat day, Sabbath laws. We'll discuss the three annual festivals, feast days, 
We'll discuss the Most High's angel, messenger, how he prepares the way for the children of Israel. Last but not least, we'll discuss how the covenant was confirmed. I pray that this lesson will be a blessing to all who hear it. I pray that the message is well received. And I pray that we'll all be able to apply the things that we learn in four portions such as this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To jump right into the Torah summary for Mishpatim, the Torah portion begins in Ivrit or Hebrew with the phrase, Wa'ele ha-mishpatim, asher tasim rafnechem. And these are the ordinances and judgments. Indicating a conjunction, it lets us know that this is a direct connection with the two commandments that we discussed last week, Hadbarim at Yehoah, the words of Yehoah. Oftentimes when we look at the two commandments and we continue to read our various laws that follow it, we forget to make the connection. We forget to realize that all of these laws were given to Moshe on the mountain, not just the two commandments. All 613 laws were given unto our beloved prophet Moshe, blessed be his memory. These laws we must embrace. These ordinances we must embrace. These judgments we must embrace. Not only should we embrace the letter of the law, but we should also embrace the spirit of the law. We have to connect these Torah parshot like Lego blocks because they all go hand in hand. They work cohesively together to make us a super servant of the Most High. And may we all embrace our true and divine calling as servants of the Creator. So again, these are the ordinances. These are the judgments. This is a direct connection to the Ten Commandments. These are all the laws that were given to Moshe on the mountain. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And it begins by speaking about Hebrew servants. If you buy a Hebrew servant, he will serve for six years, and in the seventh year, he must be released with no monetary penalties. If he came into your home by himself, he will go out by himself. If he came as a married man with his children, he must also leave with his wife. I'm sorry, slightly. If he came as a married man with his wife, he must also leave with his wife. If he came in by himself, and a wife was given to him by his master. Any children produced by said union belongs into the master. And in the seventh year, he will leave by himself. But if that same man declares love for his master and a desire to dwell with the wife given to him, as well as remain with his children, then his master, which can also be interchanged with his employer, would be obligated to bring him to the judges and make it a matter of public public record. The master or employer of the servant must then bring his servant to the doorpost, also known as the mezuzah, and pierce his ear on that doorpost, and he will serve him the olam. Now, what is the significance of the doorpost? This is where the zikron is, the law of Yehoah, or Hebrew homes, the doorposts of their homes. So in entering into this extended agreement, it was important to remember the laws of the creator 
because we are not allowed to be master, lord over our brothers and sisters perpetually. There's only one master that reigns supreme over servants of the Most High perpetually, and that is Jehovah Sabaoth. You see, in the book of Exodus, chapter 21, verse 6, it's important to recognize that the Hebrew word olam does not always mean forever. It can also mean a lengthy and significant period of time. It is important to note that in this particular portion or situation, that olam would not mean forever. It would mean the Hebrew servant would serve his master or his employer until the year of Jubilee in accordance with the book of Leviticus, chapter 25, verse 8, which states that after seven consecutive sabbatical years, or 49 years, Yisrael was to blast the shofar, and on the tenth day of our holy month of Itanim, which is the Day of Atonement, also known as Yom Kippur, making the 50th year holy, moreover, a holy year of release, returning every Hebrew to his or her possession and family. Always remember, the Most High is big on preserving our inheritance. We are always allowed to return to our portion, to our inheritance. A Hebrew servant was not allowed by Torah to serve in perpetuity. This would be a direct violation of the Torah, of the instructions, the teachings. Always remember, Jehovah, our power, is big on maintaining the freedom of his people. He never wanted us to be in servitude to anyone but to him. Which brings us to the laws of women servants, which can be referenced in the book of Exodus, chapter 21, verses 7 through 10. In Hebraic culture, it was possible for a father to sell his daughter to be a servant or employee to another Hebrew man. In this day and time, the thought of such a thing sounds immoral and inhumane, but it's the exact opposite when we apply the Hebraic state of mind, when we apply the Hebraic thought process, when we apply the Torah mind. So why would a Hebrew man sell his daughter to be a servant to another? I want to be clear. It is not done for exploitation. It's not done to personally capitalize by way of monetary gain. It would be done in very rare cases of extreme poverty, in which case the father would seek a better life for his daughter by way of negotiating employment for his daughter in the household of a financially and spiritually prominent man within the nation of Israel. Hallelujah. And hallelujah. She is not permitted to go out as the men servants do. If she is espoused or married by her master, by her employer, but he finds no favor in her, he must allow her to be redeemed. He's not allowed to sell this daughter of Zion, La'am Nakri, meaning she's not to be sold to a foreign people, only to a Hebrew, only to people who have the same mutual respect, these laws, statutes, and commandments that we're covering today. Only for people who have the same mutual respect for these ordinances. This ensures that she will never be subjected to mistreatment or exploitation because it is understood that Hebrews are to be governed by divine laws of justice, fairness, equity, and morality. But the master of the female servant 
gave her to his son instead of espousing her himself, then he must now deal with his son's new bride as a daughter. And the prior relationship she had as a servant would be null and void because that would be a conflict of interest. Remember, the Most High is never an author of confusion. If the ex-master's son acquires a second wife, he can't diminish the food, raiment, and or conjugal rights of the first wife. And if these basic necessities are not met, it voids the contract, it voids the relationship, and she can go out for nothing. Next, let's discuss Hebraic capital punishment laws, found in the book of Exodus, chapter 21, verses 12 through 17. These are, these are very important laws. It's important that we understand these laws. It's, understand, it's, it's important that we understand the letter and the spirit of these laws. Because these are laws that if you violate, it is punishable by death. Capital punishment laws are interpersonally related divine laws of the highest degree, the breach of which is punishable by death. But let's discuss manslaughter first and foremost. Manslaughter is the negligent or unlawful killing of a person without malice, premeditation, deliberation, or provocation. So it's important about the state of mind of the person who committed the act. This is why it's important for us to maintain a Torah mind. This is why we must infuse these ordinances, these judgments, in the metaphysical part of us, where we embrace them without a struggle, where it comes to us naturally, where it comes to us innately. If a situation such as manslaughter, if this came to pass, the offender would have to immediately flee to one of the six appointed cities of refuge. Why would the person flee to a city of refuge? Well, first, to prove guilt or innocence, and to avoid the avengers of blood. Because when blood is spilled, there may be individuals seeking vengeance. But remember, we were not a vigilante society. Let's remember there is no vigilante justice in our nation. Every judgment, every punishment rendered must come after diligent inquiry, a concept known in Hebrew as derashta. So even if there was an avenger of blood, and that avenger of blood, made retribution by taking the life of the person who took the life of their loved one. That avenger of blood would be held by the same standards that the original perpetrator would have been held by. There would be due process. There would be diligent inquiry. The state of mind of the individual would be the focal point. And if it was proved that that individual took the life unjustly, then that individual's Avenger of blood didn't get a free pass to take a life if he caught the offender before that individual got to the city of refuge. Remember, everyone had to adhere to the same laws, statutes, and commandments. There was always due process in Hebraic society. There was no loopholes in that. There was no vigilante justice. Everything had to come by way of 
diligent inquiry, investigation, before any judgments, before any punishment is ever rendered. That's fair. That's just. That's equitable. That is righteousness. That is the Torah mind. There were three such cities of refugees on either side of the Jordan River. Their names were Golan, Ramot, Bezer, all on the east, in the territories of Manasseh, Issachar, and Reuven. You also had Kadesh, Shechem, and Hebron on the west side, in the territories of Naphtali, Ephraim, and Yehuda. Again, these cities of refuge was a place where diligent inquiry would be performed. It's where due process would take place. It's where a judgment would be rendered. And again, this is fair, this is just, this would be equitable. Let's talk about murder. Murder is an unlawful killing of another person with malice aforethought. Again, speaking directly to the state of mind of the offender. This is why it's important to maintain a Torah mind. This is why it's important for us to infuse these laws, these ordinances, these judgments in the metaphysical part of us. Keep them at the forefront of our mind where we embrace them innately. Murder is an unlawful killing of another person with malice or forethought, committed either purposely or recklessly with disregard of the value of human life. A premeditated killing is definitively punishable by death. Or in the Hebraic court of law, the intent of the perpetrator is of the utmost importance, the most high. He wants to know what's in your mind. This is why it's so important for us to protect our mind. Our mind is the garden of Eden. Our mind is the ark of the covenant. We have to guard that ark of the covenant like the cherubim. Anyone that was convicted of assaulting their parents would surely be put to death. You see, anyone capable of doing such a thing would be a cancer to society. If you are capable of harming the people that brought you into the world, imagine what you would do to the people who encounter you in the world. So any person who would commit such a violent, despicable act would be removed from society permanently. Another law punishable by death, the violation of this law, kidnapping. What is kidnapping? You see, it's something that you can do in America. You can get 10 years and you come back out and you're telling stories about your ordeal. But that's not so in the Hebraic way of life. Kidnapping is punishable by death. What is kidnapping is to unlawfully seize and detain a person by force against his or her will, whereby the person is taken away from the place where he or she was found. This would be an instance of compromising one's freedom, which is a violation of divine law and punishable by death. Compromising one's freedom is a violent, despicable act in the eyes of the creator. And for that violation, your life is required. You see, freedom 
is an important concept for the creator. This is why we were removed from captivity. This is why we were freed from bondage. This is why we were liberated so that we can embrace righteousness, so that we can serve the making creator of heaven and earth without any oppressive influence, where we would have our own autonomy. Hebraic laws would govern that autonomy. So the Mosai says, if you compromise one's freedom by kidnapping them, that offense is punishable by death. Another violation of divine laws that's punishable by death is anyone who curses their parents, they would also be put to death. The Hebrew word used was makola. The root is mem kuf lamed. It literally means to rise up against your parents in words or in action. And this begins with your spirit or your thoughts once again as it relates to your mother and your father. You should always hold them in high esteem. You should not defame or speak ill will about your parents or to your parents. Neither should we use profane language to them or about them. An offense such as this is punishable by death. And these are things that are violated on a daily basis in the various lands of our captivity. They're individuals that have no respect for the people that brought them into the world. And these type of individuals are cancers to society. And again, that offense is punishable by death. Next, let's discuss laws of personal injury which can be found in the book of Exodus, chapter 21, verses 18 through 35. And the first law we'll discuss is the law of assault. What does it mean? Assault is bodily harm on another. The display of force has to cause bodily harm. Example number one, if men have a physical altercation and cause injury to another, the man who injured the other would be acquitted only if he recovered from his injury. And the man who injured the other would be responsible for any loss of income as a result of the injury. He is also responsible for any monies needed for the injured to be healed. This law acts as a deterrent for those who wish to handle a dispute by way of violence. That's not the Hebrew way. That is not the Torah mind. This law encourages fellow Israelites to resolve their issues peaceably in a nonviolent manner. That is the Hebrew way of life. That is the Torah mind. These are the ordinances that will cause us to once again become closer to our Creator. Number two, laws for physically disciplining servants. That was on record as well. We couldn't mistreat our servants. We couldn't do to our servants what the Europeans did to us. That is unrighteous. That is vile. That is despicable. Hebraic law. If a man physically disciplines his servants with a rod and he or she dies, the master will be punished, however. If he continues a day or two, there will be no punishment, but that is his money. 
Number three, we have laws protecting women with children. Pregnant women. This law would be considered a tort law. What is a tort law? A tort law is any wrongdoing for which an action for damages can be brought. So you see, our Hebraic laws are very technical, and it protected the best interest of every member of the society. If men strive and they hurt a woman with child, and she loses her child in the womb as a result, the husband sets a monetary value on the misfortune, and the judges would rule on the matter. This is, again, an example of a divine law discouraging violence. We didn't inflict violence one on another. These laws are to discourage that type of mindset. Number four, we had laws for injury to bond servants. And again, these laws are all under the umbrella of personal injury. If a man physically injures his servant, the servant must be released. Again, we could not treat our servants like the Europeans treated us when we served them, when they made us slaves. You see, there's a difference between a servant and a slave. That word slave has a negative connotation to it because of what the Europeans did to us as a people. Servants, that word can be interchanged with employee. Those who worked for us, we couldn't treat them inhumanely. So there are laws on record, codified laws, that will relate to the injury has joined the conference. Again, if a man physically injures his servant, the servant must be released because of that injury, because of that mistreatment. This is yet again a law promoting a peaceful and nonviolent relationship between a master and his servant, or better yet, an employer and his employee. Now, the fifth law under that umbrella is laws concerning injuries by oxen, which speaks to negligence. And what is negligence? Negligence is the inadvertent or unintentional failure to exercise the care which a reasonable, prudent, and careful person would exercise. You see, we have a divine obligation one to another to be reasonable, to be prudent, to be careful not to jeopardize someone else's welfare, livelihood, or life. The example is, if an ox has killed someone and the owner had no prior warning concerning the ox, in that situation, he would be acquitted. Because that, that can be considered an accident. And remember, we ought to be a merciful people. But that ox, that ox would be sown. It would be put to death. Now, if the owner of that ox had prior warning, the owner would also be put to death. Because the owner in this situation is negligent. And his or her negligence caused the loss of life. Therefore, his or her life is required. Remember, in accordance with Hebraic law, it is an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, life for a life. We have a social responsibility. We have a divine responsibility to cherish life, to protect life, 
not to be negligent as it relates to preserving life. Number six, we have laws concerning pits. And let me go back to the last law we discussed. You know, the example used in the Torah was an ox. But we can exchange that word ox for pit bull in modern times. Because many of us, we don't have oxen in this day and age. But many of us have dangerous animals, pit bulls being one of them. If that dog got out and injured someone, maybe it was an accident, right? Because that wasn't something that could happen in times past. You had no prior warning. If you were warned and you're aware that you have a dangerous animal and this animal can cause injury to someone and even a loss of life, it is your divine responsibility to make sure that that animal doesn't injure anyone or you're held responsible. You see, sometimes when we read these ancient laws and we hear about things that we no longer really engage in on a day-to-day basis, many of us are not agrarian people. Many of us don't have options. Sometimes you can simply interchange the animal with something modern that you see that people own in today's time. And you can see the law clearly. You can see the spirit of the law. Hallelujah. And hallelujah. Next, we have laws concerning pits. These laws are on record to prevent negligence, once again, and articulate responsibility for any breach of this law. Anyone who digs a pit must secure it as to not allow anyone's livestock to fall therein. If this happens, the digger of the pit will be held liable. The one who dug the pit would be found negligent because, again, we have a divine obligation, a social responsibility, one to another. Number seven, we have laws concerning damage by oxen. If your livestock killed another's livestock, you must be fair, you must be just by selling the living ox and dividing the sale thereof. That is fair. That is just. That is equitable. That is righteous. That is the Torah mind. We also have laws concerning personal property found in the book of Exodus chapter 22 beginning with laws concerning theft. If caught in the act of breaking and entering or burglarizing, you could be killed by the homeowner. However, if he burglarizes you and it is found out later, the homeowner may not exercise that same lethal force. But he can demand restitution. If the violator is indigent or poor, he will be sold as a result of his theft. If the thief is caught with property, he must pay twice the cost. This is fair. This is just. This is equitable. Because if someone broke into your home and you're in that home, you don't know what they're coming in there for. So lethal lethal force is acceptable in that situation because you must protect the best interests of you, your family, and all of your loved ones that dwell under your roof. But if that person broke into your home, maybe they burglarized you, maybe they took some things, and you found out who did it later, you can't go and execute that same lethal force on that individual. Now due process has to run its course. That is Hebraic law. That's what makes our law so divine. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
And we have laws concerning damage to crops. And again, this is all under the umbrella of laws concerning personal property. We have a social responsibility to protect one another's property. And when that doesn't happen, there's a price to pay. That is fair. That is just. That is equitable. Laws concerning damage to crops. If you did not secure your animal and engraved in another man's crops field, you must repay the man with the best of your produce. That's fair. That's just. That's equitable. That's the Torah mind. The spirit of that law we can apply in so many aspects of our life. And I pray that we're able to connect the dots. Next, we have laws concerning fire. Everyone knows fire can be very, very devastating. If you unintentionally started a fire, you will make restitution for the damage caused by the fire. That is fair. That is just. That is equitable. Look at laws concerning trustees. Trustees are anyone to whom property is entrusted to. In the event you are entrusted with personal property of another and the property is lost or stolen, you will pay two times the value because it was your responsibility to care for that property. If no thief is found, the matter will be brought to the judges so that he break law can run its due process. Diligent inquiry would take place. The concept again in Hebrew is known as the Rashtah. We never jump to conclusions as servants of the Most High. We must do our diligent inquiry. That is righteous. That is the Hebraic way. This is the precedent and proper protocol for any lost thing when placed in the care of another. They have laws of borrowing. If a possession is loaned to another and it's damaged, destroyed, or dies, the borrower must make restitution as long as the owner was not present. But if the owner was present during the destruction or loss of the property, the borrower does not make restitution. Why is that? That is because if someone, if he loans, if someone loans something to you and you're no longer in that person's presence, it is your responsibility exclusively to make sure that you give that property back the way that you received it. Otherwise, you're responsible. But if the owner allows you to use something and he or she is with you, then it is their job to execute prudence as it relates to how you're using the property. If they're with you when the property is lost or destroyed, and the person who destroyed it, they have no obligation to the owner of the property because the owner of the property was there. He could have executed prudence and discretion to make sure that that didn't happen. Again, these laws are fair. These laws are just. These laws are equitable. That is the righteous way. These are the ordinances that will cause us to once again amend our relationships one with another, interpersonally, and cause us to become closer with the creator of heaven and earth. It is important how we treat one another. We must always think to be fair, just, and equitable in all of our dealings. Next, we have laws of seduction. If a man seduces a virgin that is unbetrothed, and he lay with her, he shall surely pay a dowry to the woman's father for a hand in marriage. If the father refuses 
the seducer must pay according to the dowry of virgins. So the father still had the right to deny that union or to accept it. He could sanction it. Remember, the father is the protector, the provider of that family. That is his, that is his divine right and obligation. And it's at his discretion whether or not he will allow this man who seduced his daughter to marry her, or he can use his own discretion and say, no, this is not a good man. Nevertheless, the man who took this woman's virginity would still owe the father for that virginity taken. This is the Hebraic way. You see, dowries are a thing of the past. But it shouldn't be that way because these laws were left on record for us to adhere to perpetually. We should still be paying dowries in this day and age. That is respect. For any man who's seeking a woman's hand in marriage to unify with that woman, it is respect for that man to show that woman's family a token of appreciation for raising a daughter that he would even consider to be his bride. That is the great way. That is the poor mind. In Western society, they expect for the father of the bride to pay for the wedding. The father basically has to pay a dowry for his daughter to be married. That is backwards. That is irrational. It is the father and his family who is losing a daughter because this daughter will now marry with this man and they will build a family in the name of the husband. So the father is, in essence, losing a daughter. Of course, it's still his daughter, but she's now building up another family name and bloodline. Why should the father be penalized? Why in Western society would the father of the bride pay for the wedding? That is backwards. That is not the righteous way. These are all things that we must embrace once again, these concepts, the ancient thought process. This is what will get us closer to our creator and amend our relationships one with another. Remember, if the father refuses, the seducer must pay according to the dowry of virgins because he took that man's daughter's virginity and he didn't go proper channels to do so. He didn't show the respect seeking his permission and paying a dowry showing his token of appreciation. And for those of you who have made marriages and didn't pay that token of appreciation known as a dowry, it's never too late. Although it's something we should have done initially, it's never too late to stop and do things right and try to correct some of our mistakes. Because me personally, I didn't pay a dowry initially upon marrying my wife. But as I learned more and more about the Hebrew way, I went back and tried to correct that mistake. I went back, I saved that money, and I offered my wife's family a token of my appreciation. And that was a dowry. So for all of you who have made marriages and never paid a dowry, it's okay to go back and try to correct that mistake, to show your token of appreciation, to pay your dowry. You know, Maury Ithamar always used to say, you know, some people pull the carriage before the horse. But never be afraid to stop and put the horse before the carriage. 
And in many situations, we can do that. We can at least make that attempt, give it a value effort. Hallelujah. I mean, hallelujah. Next, we have laws concerning sorcery. Sorcery is the belief in magical spells that harness occult forces of evil spirits to produce unnatural effects. These things are real. They exist. Unless I would not have a law left on record saying not to engage in these things if these things were not real, if it didn't exist. So we are not to engage in sorcery, magical spells, root, voodoo, fortune telling. All these things fit under the umbrella of sorcery. These are all things that are that will make you unclean in the presence of the most high. It will cause you to be considered an abomination. And an abomination is something that's disgusting, vile, despicable in the presence of Yehovah, our power. These type of things make us unclean spiritually in the presence of our creator. So again, under Hebraic law, we're not to engage in sorcery, magical spells, Hallelujah. Shabbat shalom. Um, sorry for that. I reached my four-hour uh, mark. Uh, and again, we are in the book of Exodus, chapter 22, and we're now discussing the laws of bestiality that are left on record. Some laws, we wonder, why would these laws even have to be on record? It is because there's nothing new under the sun. And men were engaging in these type of unlawful acts in the days of old. So these laws were codified to ensure that moving forward, you know, not to engage in these type of things that defile us and make us unclean in the presence of our creator. So we have the law of bestiality, which is sexual intercourse with animals. That is prohibited. Next, we have laws concerning strangers, widows, and orphans. It's forbidden to oppress or mistreat anyone within that group the stranger, the widows, the orphans. These are the VIPs of Yehoah. And when you mistreat anyone within that group, you put your life in jeopardy. You put your relationship with the creator in jeopardy. These are the VIPs of Yehoah, our power. Then we have laws concerning lending. You can't be as a creditor to your brother. You can't charge your credit. You can't charge your brother interest. If he gives clothing for a pledge, it must be restored in the same day prior to sundown. You cannot take advantage of a brother in need, a sister in need. That is not the righteous way. You are not to make an increase on loaning to your brother or your sister. That is something that you should do out of the kindness of your heart. You can't act as a creditor to your own blood, to your own kinsmen. 
you can't exploit someone who's already at a financial disadvantage. That is unrighteous. That is unlawful. Then we have laws concerning the firstborn, the first fruit, and eating flesh. You should never spread negative or blasphemous information about the Most High. Be sure to offer the fullness of the first of your harvest. The Most High wants to be the first of everything, never wanting to be an afterthought. Even in our, as it relates to our firstborn, they were dedicated unto Yah our power. So whether it was your own seed or an animal or an increase of crops or produce, we are to keep Yah at the forefront of our mind when we get that increase. That way we will always be humble before the Creator because we're always acknowledging the source of our blessings. The book of Exodus chapter 23, we have laws of slander, false witnesses, judgments. What is slander? Slander is all defamation, spoken words that defame a person in front of others and that cause harm or damage to one's reputation. And this is something that many Israelites engage in. But that is not the righteous way. That is not the Torah mind. That is against Hebraic law. Never slander someone. Never orally defame someone with your spoken words in front of another and cause harm or damage to that person's reputation. So anytime you're telling a story about something someone did, think to yourself really quickly, why am I telling this story? Am I trying to help the situation? Or am I trying to sensationalize the situation? Or is this just entertainment? And your answer to that question will tell you whether or not you're in violation of this law. Do not follow a multitude to do evil by way of false witness, or to pervert justice, that's unrighteous. Neither shall we be biased in favor of the poor. So we are to have no respect of person. In spite of your financial situation, that has no bearing on the pursuit of justice. So you can't let a poor person off of the hook simply because they're poor. That's not fair, that's not just, that's not equitable. It's one law for the stranger, one law for the homeborn. Our entire nation is governed by laws of ethics and morality. Next, we discuss charity to enemies. See, our Heavenly Father has required us to be kind and charitable, even toward those of us who we may consider to be our enemies. It strengthens and amends interpersonal bonds and relationship within our nation. None of us should have a fellow Israelite, male or female, that we consider our enemy. That thought process in and of itself is against the Torah. You like the law of your brother's ox. If your brother's ox is in a ditch, you must help. Whether you are fond of that person or not. That is your divine obligation as a member of this divine nation. And this strengthens and amends interpersonal bonds and relationships. 
Next we have mercy to animals. It's required. Even the animals of those who are not found of you. Uh, I'm sorry, even the animals of those who are not found of you. This also strengthens and amends interpersonal bonds within the nation of Israel. So this law doesn't state that if you like the person, you have to assist. Whether you like the individual or not, that's your divine obligation. And again, this strengthens interpersonal relationships within our nation. This law also shows that our creator cares about animal life. Our creator cares about the ecosystem as a whole. What a mighty power we serve. You see, all these laws interlock like Lego blocks. They go hand in hand. Next, we have laws of mercy and justice. It is required, once again, meaning it is unlawful to rest the judgment of the poor. It is unlawful to be involved as in to support the wicked. That is unrighteous. To be considered righteous by way of pursuing justice, we should never accept a bribe. We should never oppress the stranger, citing our history in Egypt as slaves. There's several places in our law that reminds us that you were slaves in a foreign land. You were slaves, a stranger in the land of Egypt. Never make someone that much you escape from. Never oppress those who enter your midst simply because they don't share the same bloodline, simply because they're strangers. You are divinely obligated to treat strangers well because we've been strangers in foreign lands and we were not treated well. Remember how that feels. Remember what that did to us as a people and never do that to any other group of people. We have laws of the sabbatical year. Every seventh year is a year of rest to the land. So even our land enjoyed a sabbatical. That year is dedicated to strengthening the land, strengthening the hand of the needy and the poor. Any produce left would also help to sustain wildlife, wild animals, emphasizing an importance on consciously maintaining two aspects of our divine responsibility, providing for those who are less fortunate while promoting the preservation and upkeep of our wildlife and our ecosystem. There are three feasts, three feast days that were discussed in this portion, Kogmatso, Kogshivuo, Kogsuko, which are the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the Feast of Weeks, and the Feast of Booths. These are the three appointed seasons where all males must present themselves. Our feast days, where we come together to share in the blessings of our Creator to remember the benevolent acts of our creator from the days of old, to remember that the produce that you were blessed with during harvest time, it all comes to you by way of Yehoah Sevaot. And we are to come together three times a year to rejoice so that we would always keep that at the forefront of our mind. It promotes unity. That's nation building. Next, we have our laws of sacrifice. Our laws of sacrifice distinguishes us from the indigenous and idolatrous peoples of the region. 
there will be no blood offerings with the unleavened bread. Neither shall the fat of the offerings remain all night. The best of the land should be brought to the most high, keeping us divinely focused, humble, thankful, and ego-free. The Torah portion goes on to speak about the guiding angel, the Malachi. I promise the most I commanded us to obey the divine presence and words of his Malach, his messenger. Yah's angel was our guiding light, outlining our divine journey. That messenger warned us against idolizing the deities of the indigenous nations, told us to destroy their altars and remain loyal to Yahuwah or be subjected to his terrible judgments. These laws are still in full effect. The technical aspect of these laws are still in full effect. The spirit of these laws are still in full effect. Boundaries are established in this portion. The boundaries of the land were established. Little by little, we were to progressively possess the land. Slowly but surely, the Canaanites were to be removed from the region of Eretz Israel. No loyalties or oaths were to be made with them. And that's something that we violated in the days of Joshua. The book of Joshua, chapter 9, verse 11 through 15, with the Gibeonites. In the book of Exodus, chapter 24, we the people promised obedience to Yehovah our power, meaning we entered a bilateral contract. We made a promise for a promise. We promised that we would be divine servants of our creator. The term Yah promised to be our Elohim. That has always been our Elohim, but we have not lived up to our end of that bilateral contract. It is time for us to fulfill our end of the divine obligation. Yah has been waiting on us. Then in the portion, the glory of the Most High appears. Moshe is in the mountain for 40 days. Once again, emphasizing Number 40, which represents a new beginning, a significant change in spirituality. Moreover, the ascension of spirituality, a new start, a change in morality for the better. 40 also signifies a period of divine refinement. And all of these things are applicable as it relates to us receiving the divine laws of the Torah codified laws of morality and ethics. These are the laws, these are the ordinances, these are the statutes, these are the judgments that we must again embrace in order to realign ourselves with the power that we serve and to amend our interpersonal relationships one with another. Hallelujah. Mehalelujah. The Hathor can be found in the book of Jeremiah. Jeremiah is pronounced Yermiyahu, and it means Yah will cast. He was the son of Hilkiah. He was the second of the major prophets, Isaiah being the first. He came from a priestly family of Anato, which is a suburb of Jerusalem. He received his divine calling at a very young age, letting everyone on the line who's youthful recognize the fact that you don't have to put your righteousness off for another day. Start while you're nice and young. Our beloved brother Malkiel, 
a young man in this way of life. He's doing great works. May y'all bless him. May y'all cause him to inspire others in this peer group and even those who come up after him to do the same and even better. With each generation, we should get better and better. We shouldn't have to reinvent the wheel like the young man said earlier today. Just because you're young doesn't mean that you can't do great works in the name of your creator. So for all of the young people who are listening, be encouraged, be inspired. Don't procrastinate. Start now with your righteousness and begin building a legacy, a righteous legacy. See, Jeremiah, he took up residency in the capital city of Jerusalem. His prophetic calling began in the 13th year of the reign of King Josiah of Judah, about 60 years after the death of Isaiah. He had a 40-year tenure of prophesying up until the destruction of the temple in Jerusalem by the Babylonians. Jeremiah was destined to pass through the most trying of experiences. He was frequently and consistently persecuted by the royal family, the priests, and the people because he prophesied the destruction of the temple in the state of Judah. Sometimes people hate you for telling the truth. Sometimes people hate you for seeing the writing on the wall. But that doesn't mean that you stop speaking truth. That doesn't mean that you don't tell folks what's written on that wall. You continue to persevere just like Jeremiah did. Although our experiences can be very trying, we have to be confident in knowing that that is our divine calling. That is our divine job. It's not to make friends. It's to bring forth the truth of the creator of heaven and earth. His life was often in jeopardy, but he continued to fulfill his divine calling of speaking out against the wickedness of the people and their allies. Be careful who you align yourself with. Make sure when you make alliances that these people have already made an alliance with the creator, the same power that you serve, and that they have Mutual, equal respect for that power or more respect for that power they need it. Never make alliances with people who are wicked, people who are unrighteous, people who have ulterior motives and agendas. That will compromise your relationship with the maker and creator of heaven and earth. Jeremiah, he was subsequently charged with treason. And he was thrown in prison because he advocated submission to the Babylonians as the Most High told him to do. So he was imprisoned for speaking the word of the Creator. That was the state of our people in the days of old. And if many of our people in this day and age had that power to lock the truth speakers up, they would in this day and age because people are comfortable living lies. It's our jobs as servants of the Most High to change that. See, Jeremiah, he watched as Judah sank to new depths of iniquity and immorality until his prophecies of the Babylonian invasion came to pass. The Babylonians gave him a choice to go with the exiles or remain in Judah. And he chose the latter. He wanted to stay in the Holy Land. He finally accompanied a contingency of refugees to Egypt, a place that we were to never return to. And that's where he ended up expiring. That's where he lost his life. The prophet Jeremiah is commonly referred to as the lamenting prophet. And he is also responsible for the book of Lamentations. But the making creator of heaven and earth calls prophets and prophetesses to raise up in our nation once again. 
men and women that care so much about our people that they too would shed a tear when they look at the state of our people and that they will work progressively to bring forth Yah's word to correct the situation. The Haftorah specifically found in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 34, verse 8 through 22, and Jeremiah, chapter 33, verse 25 and 26. This week's Haftorah describes the punishment that would befall the children of Israel as a result of breaching many of the laws outlined in this Torah portion, Torah portion Mishpatim. The children of Israel subjected the fellow kinsmen, whom were servants, to be servants after the maximum six years, so they made them into slaves. King Zedekiah made a promise to release all Hebrew servants as described in the Torah, as we read today, the Torah portion of Mishpatim, but he remained shortly thereafter, causing their recently released servants to be into servitude. He made them slaves. As a result, the Mosai sent the prophet Yermiyahu with a divine message of rebuke. Because of our disobedience and our refusal to proclaim freedom, the nation was subjected to war, violence, pestilence, and famine, which came to pass at the hand of Babylon. This is all a part of the reason we were made to be a horror and a byword to the peoples of the earth because we didn't respect our laws and we didn't respect each other and we paid the ultimate price. May we learn from the mistakes of our predecessors. May we use that knowledge and apply it as wisdom in our relationship with the creator and one another moving forward. The portion ends with words of comfort and reassurance. Mosai has promised to never abandon the children of Israel. After all that we have done, he still upholds his end of the bilateral contract. Yah, what a mighty, merciful power that we serve. We owe Yah so much. We are indebted to Yah and we repay Yah by way of our obedience. In addition, the Mosai made a covenant of redemption, which he compared to the covenant of day and night emphasizing the surety of his divine word. In closing, there are seven principles I would like to emphasize, which are paramount as it relates to a righteous walk with our creator. Number one, righteous living. Living righteously is done by way of obedience to divine laws, principles, and concepts. With that being said, not only should we adhere to the letter of the law, but we should also meditate on the spirit of the law and implement both the letter and the spirit of the law in this modern day and time. Number two, divine judgments. There are penalties for the breach of said laws, which should be used as a deterrent for any transgression of the law. When we consider the penalties, Many of the laws discussed today and the penalty of some of them were death. Recognizing that fact should act as a deterrent to those who are striving to be wise. Let us not have to touch the fire to know that it's hot. Let us use our blueprint. Let us use our instructions. Let us use the Torah. 
Let's apply what we learn. Number three, pursuit of justice. The pursuit of justice is also paramount as it relates to maintaining order within any group of people, especially the descendants of Abraham, Yitzchak, or Yaakov. Pursuing justice is a major piece of being righteous. You cannot be considered righteous if you're not just. They're synonyms. Number four, the Torah mind. The laws discussed today can be understood by human intellect and considered rational in Hebraic thought. These laws help to establish and maintain a certain mindset. That mindset, again, is called the Torah mind. Embrace these laws to maintain that state of mind. Number five, Hebraic law. This portion clearly articulates Hebraic civil law and civil behavior, and it offers a divine legal code of conduct, as well as insight to precepts concerning divine interpersonal relationships in the Hebraic society. So not only does these laws amend our relationship with our creator, they amend our relationships one with another. That's how powerful Hebraic law is. Let us all have the presence of mind to embrace it. Number six, morality. The concept of this moral code of divine ethics can be found selectively in most civilized nations and cultures. However, the righteous are not only commanded to keep them in its entirety, but also to recognize the spirit of the law and implement them in our daily walk whenever applicable. Morality is needed both in thought and in spirit. Number seven, learning from mistakes. You see, the hot Torah offered insight to the divine judgments of the Most High upon his chosen people for the continued breach of the aforementioned laws of the Torah. Therefore, it would be in our best interest to now embrace them to be redeemed as a people. Let us learn from the mistakes of others. Let us learn from the mistakes of those who came before us. Let us learn from the mistakes of our contemporaries. And let us learn from our very own mistakes so that we can rebuild and redefine our relationship with our creator for the better. Please continue to meditate in this book of the law and apply the concepts and codes therein to ensure that you remain Torah-minded in your spiritual journey of life. And as always, remember that you're worthy. Remember that you are beautiful. Remember that you are loved. Remember that you are protected and blessed by the best. Remember that your potential is unlimited because your heritage is sacred. Hodulai Yehovah Kito, Kile Olam Kasido, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All praise to the Most High. I pray that we all enjoy our holy Shabbat day. And I hope that we all have the presence of mind to be a divine light to come into contact with. May we take the message from our young brother, Atmaphiel.
Once again, Todaraba for a wonderful portion. Maury Uzia always brings the information that we need to know about these portions and make them real. You know, I, I love how uh, the the portion talks about the laws that the Most High wants us to acknowledge. Even today, these laws still stand. You know, how you deal with one another, how you are responsible if somebody loans you something and you mess it up. All these things still apply. All of these uh, commandments, they're very imperative that we pay attention because we need to know what's prohibited, what's allowed. The Creator made promises to us, and he has not let them fall short yet. He told us that, you know, if you listen to me, these are the things that will happen for you. If you don't listen, here are the things that will happen to you. And we are the same people. We proclaimed all that stuff. We, whatever you say, we will do and obey, Most High, right? Isn't that what we said? We told that big, fat lie. And Aharon and Moshe is standing there watching us lie. And here we are today still having to deal with the repercussions of those lies that we told back then. But the Most High didn't lie, and his word still remains the same, and we still have to be in the covenant in order to get blessed. You know, uh, we have these laws that help govern us, and it's going to help govern us in the court of law. You'll hear a little piece of it here and there. They'll take a little bit from the Torah and put it out there. But when we all, the whole world, start being responsible and doing the laws, and, and you'll see foreigners as well as the homeborn doing this Torah, you'll know that there is a great power, and we finally are serving him. These portions are not for nothing. They're, they mean a lot to us in this time, but the Mishpah team is something that we're supposed to be teaching our children. We're supposed to be, if you have indentured servants or people that work for you, they should know when the Shabbat is, the holy days are. They may not observe those days, but they know that you're not open as a business on those days. We have to really put them, these laws into play right now. You know, what happens if somebody kidnaps your child? You should want to be able to uh, uh, exact the law. You know, the, what, are, what are the penalties? If we don't go into the Mitzvah team, then we're not going to know. Some people stop at the Ten Commandments and think that's enough. But we have to know that there are so many more laws, statutes, and commandments. And there are positive commands. There's negative commands. We have to know what, what is rule, ruling our spirit, what is ruling us completely by laws. Are we doing the the, the, the study of the law by our spirit, or are we doing it word by word, line by line? Are we taking it for face value? Whatever it is that we're doing, we have to be serious about it because I don't know how many chances the Father is going to give us in this wilderness journey we've been on. This journey has been over 500 years now, and it's time for us to take it to the next level. What's going to help us increase that? What's going to help us be able to um, influence another person to do the right thing? We have to be doing the right thing. We have to accomplish these things right now in our physical realm. 
We have to be spiritually improving ourselves on a day-to-day basis. And if we're not, then we're just talking or just walking. We're not behaving correctly. So I pray that the creator will help us so that we will not find ourselves just here walking around in circles, futilely, you know, looking at the same monuments over and over again, dealing with the same trash over and over again. May the most high help us in our words, our actions, our deeds, to live better lives. Sometimes we don't understand what the purpose is right now, but when we have an opportunity to look back, we'll be able to comprehend what our true meaning to this world means, what is, what, why we're here, what is your purpose. So once again, I'd like to thank Maury Uzia for such an awesome job. He does this week after week, and um, I'm just grateful, thankful to the Most High that we do have a point of reference. We have a place that we can go and worship. We have a place where we can come together and give glory to the Creator. We have a place where our voice can be heard, where we can hear. Well, that's what I have for you all today. Let's see, what do you all have for us? Is there anything that you all like to share? Um, We're going to go into our expression session where we read the Psalms that we may have missed for the Psalm service give a a spoken word, sing a song, give praise to the creator. Sometimes it gets boring or lonely when you're by yourself, but because we're here together, it shouldn't be boring, lonely, or anything. We should find pleasure in coming together and giving y'all the glory. And I tell you, one negative thing can turn away somebody's whole good spirit. So let's be mindful and and speak some words of encouragement. Let's speak life into each other. Let's share some love. Let's give Yah the glory. And uh, today is the uh, the Shabbat. What more do you want? We have a special day the Creator made just for the purpose of glorifying, extolling, resting. It's a good feeling. So join me in this wonderful segment, the expression session and express yourself. So I'm going to the board to see if there are any hands in the air, just in case you don't know how to raise your hand, star five star, and you will be acknowledged. Use your keypad, star five star. All right. And what is your expression in this session? How do you like to express yourself? This is Noah. Thank you the most high for my life and all your lives this day. You know, I woke up a little later today because I was really exhausted, but I was hearing um, when Dora Mazzana was on, that's where I came in on, not purposely. Um, but I would like to share Psalm 75, Hallelujah 75. Unto thee, O Elohim, do we give thanks. Unto thee, do we give thanks. For, <clears throat> for that thy name is near, thy wondrous works declare. When I receive the congregation, will judge will judge uprightly. The earth and all its inhabitants thereof and dissolved. I bear up the pillars out of it. I said unto fools, deal not foolishly, and to the wicked, lift not lift not up thy horn. Life, lift not up thy horn on high. Speak not with a stiff neck. For promotion cometh 
neither from, from the east nor from the west nor from the south. But Elohim is the judge. He put us down. He put us down one and set us up another. For in the in the hands of Yah there there is a cup, and the wine is red. It is full of mixture, and he pours out of the same. But the dregs thereof, all the wicked of the earth shall bring them out and drink them. But I will declare forever. I will sing praises unto the Elohim of Yahweh. All the horns of the wicked also shall he, to God, will he cut off. But the horns of the righteous still be exalted. Hallelujah. I'm just giving thanks and praises to the Most High for all he is doing, all he has done, and all that he will do in our lives. Thanking him for even sparing us another day, another week. Um, just giving honor to him for all that he does, and, and I appreciate him and I love him for even sticking by me no matter what's going on in my life or you can't see it because it didn't happen. I just thank him for continuously holding me up and waking me up. And I pray that everyone has a blessed Shabbat and a blessing to come because we all know none of us are worthy enough to be here, but Yahweh is so merciful to allow us to be here. Praying the most I would be with all those who are mourning the loss of loved ones, Yamima's family, the Duns and the um, Prescott. I pray that the most High will watch over them and keep them and even God, the, ch- the child, and the wife of um, Avi, who passed away this week, um, you know, the Most High's hand is everywhere. And I just thank the Most High for the time he was on this earth and pray that the Most High will continue to bless us all, to teach us to number our days. Hallelujah. Shabbat shalom. Mm-hmm. Teach us to number our days. Wow, isn't that a mindful statement right there? You know, this life is too short. Every time I think about this young man passing, it makes my heart just scream and cry out to the creator because it's not just him, but we're dying of unnatural causes. Our people are dying for a lack of knowledge, but we're dying because of lack of nutrients, the lack of sustenance, and, and we have to do better. And I pray that the creator will help us in this journey. It's not easy. Um, especially when it's, it's stacked up against you. And we're fighting hard, but we have to fight harder and smarter. We have to fight together. So let's start building our own, planting our own, taking care of our own people. I pray for the families, and I pray that the Creator will strengthen us and help us. I promise you this is not a task that's for the weak or the, the mild-mannered, you know, the meek, is for the, the ones that will sustain and will be able to continue moving. You know, it's not for the fast, it's not for the strong, it's those that will continue and keep pushing forward. May the Most High give us the strength and the energy that we need and heal the family. All right, we're going to continue giving glory. This is the expression session. Feel free to express yourself, star five star, raise your hand, and you will be acknowledged. Tell that for the song, our coat and wire. Shabbat Shalom. And to you, our coat, Yashana, I see your hand in the air. What is your expression in this session we're in today? Shabbat Shalom. 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 Shabbat Shalom.
Shabbat Shalom, sis. Um, it's so good to hear your voice and Sister Nawai as well. I missed the morning uh, portion of the prayer line. I had to get some much-needed rest, but I am so glad to be here. I, I was able to catch the portion, the Torah portion. And um, I'm just thankful to Most High for life, health, and strength for every breath that I take this day and every day. Uh, for the lessons and the blessings, but most of all for his mercy, his compassion, and his forgiveness. Um, I'd like to read uh, Psalms 86, a prayer for Dawid. Torah Rabbah. Incline thine ear, O Most High, and answer me, for I am poor and needy. Keep my soul for I am godly. O thou, my Most High, my Elohim, save thy servant that trusteth in thee. Be gracious unto me, O Most High, for unto thee do I cry all the day. Rejoice the soul of thy servant, for unto thee, O Yah, do I lift up my soul. For thou most high, most powerful, are good and ready to pardon, and plenteous in his mercy unto all them that call upon thee. Torah, hallelujah. Give ear, O Most High, unto my supplication, my prayer, and attend unto the voice of my supplications. In the day of my trouble, I call upon thee, for thou wilt answer me. There is none, there is none, there is none like unto thee among the gods, O Most High, Most Powerful. And there are no works like thine. All nations whom thou hast made shall come and prostrate themselves before thee, Most High, Most Powerful, and they shall glorify thy holy name. For thou art great and doest wondrous things. Thou art Yah alone. Teach me, O Most High, Most Powerful, thy way, that I may walk in thy truth. Make one my heart to fear thy name. I will thank thee, O Most High, my Elohim, with my whole heart, and I will glorify thy name forevermore. With every breath that I take, Yah. For great is thy mercy towards me, Torah, and thou hast delivered my soul from the lowest netherworld. O Most High, Elohim, the proud are risen up against me, and the company of violent men has sought after my soul, and have not set and have not set thee before them. But thou, most high, most powerful, art a God full of compassion and gracious, slow to anger and plenteous in mercy and truth. Todaya. O turn unto me and be gracious unto me. Give thy strength unto thy servant, and save the son of thy handmaid. Work in my behalf a sign for good, that they that hate me may see it and be put to shame. Because thou, Most High, hast helped me and comforted me. Hallelujah for the ability to read these words left on record, to be able 
to feel them, to begin to understand them, and to begin to do them. Be with me, each one of my sons, individually and collectively. Be with everyone on this line, this day, and those who aren't, Most High. Be with Yisrael through the four corners of the earth, for you say in your day and in your time you will gather the remnant. Continue to be with us, Most High. Continue to inscribe your mercy, compassion, and forgiveness upon us. We strive to get closer to thee, and even in our striving, we still make mistakes. So continue to be gracious. Continue to bless us and keep us. Continue to instruct us in the way in which we shall go and do so that we don't continually sin before you. I thank you. I praise you forever and for always, for you are my everything. I'd like to say Shabbat Shalom to each and every one of you. May you all have a wonderful, blessed, glorious, and restorative Shabbat day. And may the Most High continually be with you, bless you, comfort you, and keep you all of your days. Shabbat Shalom, Ms. Parker. Toda Rabbah for the psalm, and Shabbat Shalom to you as well. I pray that the Creator will hear the petitions of His people and answer us in mercy and in truth. You know, some people like the lies. Just tell me a little bit of lies so I don't have to hear all that stuff because the truth is too hard to handle. Most people don't want you to tell the truth. You know that question. So how are you? They don't really want you to tell them the truthful answer. They want you to tell them the lie. Nobody got time for all of that. Nobody wants to hear what your problem really is. That's why we have a power called Yahweh. You go to him with your your problems and your troubles. He said he will hear it. He's going to answer it. He's going to deliver. He's going to fight your battle. These are the things that we want from him, him to hold on to his promises, right? Well, we promise some things too. Where is our faithfulness? The Most High gave us all these laws, statutes, and commandments to follow so that we can be better people. But we rather follow the nations, what they do, how they do it. We want to watch and see and report on it. But we, we have to do what's right and pleasing in the sight of the Creator. And you'll never know the benefits until you give it a try. You'll never understand what you're giving up until you've accepted what it is that you, you never did Except, most of us say, I'm your strength, and I got you. He knows the plans he has for us. We're always thinking doomsday. It's either, oh, I'm not good enough, or, oh, that's not about me. Your head too high in the sky. We have to find a balance and trust in the creator. We trusted in everything else. Now it's time to give the creator a try. So I thank you, my sister, for reading Psalms 86. It's, it's profound. I, I'm just not going to uh, break it up and, and give it to y'all like a um, little uh, baby food today. You know what you heard. You know how the creator is in our lives. You know what he has done for you. you got to acknowledge him. Told out my sister for acknowledging him today. Anyone else would like to express themselves? 
Uh oh. I heard you saying something. Wait a minute. All right, so likely. I just wanted to say, um, um, I'm I'm just so humbled and so blessed to just be on this line and to just be able to build with you and, 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 and everybody that contributes to the well being of the nation and glorifying the most high's name. Thank you for always giving me an opportunity to to read, to express my poetic gift, and to hear my prayers and supplication and praying on behalf of me and my family. I truly love you. I truly appreciate you all. And I just, like I, you know, I, I can't say enough, you know, we got to give people the roses, you know, while they're here. I so appreciate you holding up this line every Shabbat because I know that as a woman, as a mother, as a wife, you have a lot of responsibilities and you do a lot. But you come on this line in good faith, and when you can't come on this line, you got most highs equipped you with people around you to fill in and do such a wonderful job. And I'm just so grateful for the most high for this because... Sometimes we can't always get out to Knesset, and I'm thankful for the technology that he's provided so that we can do this. As I always say, I am sharpened iron every single day. Hallelujah. Have a blessed Shabbat, sis. I love you. Wow. Toda, I definitely feel that. I feel that because of... (laughs) Sometimes it's not easy, and people look and say, wow, what do you do? You make it look easy, but it doesn't mean that it is. That brings to mind this poem that um, I think her name is Lynn Paul. I read this poem a few years ago, and it just sat in my spirit because of what you just said. Let me see if I can find it. I want to read that to you all and for my um, expression as well. Hey, um, that's what's up. Mm-hmm. I know you like that open expression for real because you really are an artist. Um, I just thank the creator for giving us a place that we can go and share this this knowledge, this wisdom, just a feeling. Um, but, yeah, I found it. Um, and it's about the most positive person. Actually, that's what the poem is called, the most positive person. It says, the most positive person in the world has fallen into a hole, a broken marriage. She has lost her role, so unimportant and losing energy, no role to be herself to promote her glee, wanting to do something valuable to feel a need. The most positive person in the world has done so many a good deed. Thinking so hard not to lose that positive desire, fighting negative to stay out of the fire. She has an amazing gift of bringing life to those she needs that seed before the wind blows. So the most positive person in the world has lost her way, desperate to find hope to breathe light into each new day. So I read that oh, because oh, that touched my soul. <laughs> that touched my soul. That touched my soul. 
Thank you. Who's the author of that? Um, what's her name? Lynn Paul, L-Y-N Paul, P-A-U-L. Thank you. Thank you. See, that's the iron um, stuff that I am talking about. Thank you. Thank you for yeah. sharing. Not just with me, but all of us on this line. Yeah, because sometimes the most positive people lose their way and need positivity to be reinforced back to them. They give so much and are left, you know, empty sometimes, just straight. And you never know what that positive person is going through. They may just be speaking positivity into themselves so that they won't fall and lose their way. You know, and like I was saying earlier, some people don't really want to hear the real answer. So how are you feeling today? I feel horrible. Everything hurts. My body is aching. You know, nobody wants to hear all that. That's negative. <laughs> so keep that stuff to yourself. But it's the truth. It's the but truth. It's the truth. But we got to treat it. The truth hurts, and people don't really want to hear that truth. So we say lies just so that you won't hear it. But, you know, I just want us to hear that part of it because sometimes the positive person that gives out all that positivity could use that positivity back. So give it up sometimes. You know, don't hold back. Don't just sit there and receive, 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 and not ever give back because I'm telling you, that positive person might be hurting and needs your reinforcement. So, um, yeah, Lynn Paul, she wrote those words, and it just touched my heart as well. And and, and you inspired me to read that because it, it may re- reminded me that you know, sometimes positive people could use a positive reinforcement. So all oh, praises yeah, to the amen. So true, so true, because, you know, the most I said we ought to be a light. But when we go up against these principalities and all of these things that, you know, when we get on the, on the Shabbat line, you know, we praise you. We praise you. We don't just want to get up here and dump what the week has put up on us. You know, we want to just give him the glory that we made it through. But that doesn't take away all of the crap that we went through to get to the Shabbat day to praise his holy and precious name. So I feel that, I relate to that, I understand that, I connect to that. I can say that I am that at some time to time. But just like gas, you know, the bad times pass too. And that's when the most high trust is, is looking at us to see if we truly trust in him when we're going through the rough times, when we're going through the storms, when we're going through the battles, when we don't know which way is up, we don't, you know, when we're in the hospital, when we're in mourning, when we're fighting, when we're, when we're just trying to live and we got people coming up against us because from days of old they've hated us and they never wanted to see us be alive and thrive this day. So, yeah, I am sharpened, mm-hmm. and we need that reinforcement because without it, what do we have? What do we have? We have Yah, but we got to also begin to trust and love one another again and encourage one another and, and just just be there, you know? Really, that iron sharpening iron can't get no better. Hallelujah! Thank you. Hallelujah! Well, Todah Rabbah for the positive reinforcement. 
Toda, for your presence here, and I'm praying that one day everybody will come up off a of mute. It won't be so quiet. What you quiet for? What are you hiding from me? Don't hide from me. <laughs> I still see you on the line. You can't hide from me. Well, you can hide from me. <laughs> you can. You can't hide from y'all, though. Um, I, let's stay the hidden ones, but let's stay the hidden ones amongst each other. Let's not hide from each other. Let's let's be um, a help and be ready to be assistance for someone else. I thank you all for your time, for your listening ear. I pray that the Creator will continue to be with each and every one of us, both near and far. Those that are in um, serious situations, I'm praying for you. Those that just lost lost loved ones, I'm praying for you. The loved ones are fine. They're in good hands. It's we here that still have to do go through the struggle. So I'm praying for each and every one of you to stay strong and, and of good courage and stay committed to this walk. We're going to continue mm-hmm. giving glory to the Creator throughout the day. Please remember to keep the Shabbat day holy. We're not Christians, just because we finish with service don't mean you can go to the supermarket and start playing football. So let's keep the day holy and keep it separate from any other day. I pray that the Creator will bless the rest of the day for you, bless your family, bless your heart, soul, and mind. Without further ado, we're going to turn the service over to Sar, who prayed for us on the way in and who will pray for us on the way out. Bavakusha, please pray for those that pray for you. And if you ever have a special prayer request, in the middle of the week, you can send an email to naaman68, N-A-A-M-O-N, 68 at yahoo.com. Put it in the uh, the topic line, the subject line, special prayer request. All right. Once again, Toda for your time and your attention. And without further ado, Sar Naaman, Bavakusha, take us out in prayer. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Ya Elohim, Elohim Abotin, Elohim Abraham, Yitzchak, Yisrael, Torah Rabbah, O great King and merciful Father, for the Holy Shabbat day. Even the set apart time that you have even given to us, invited us to this holy day to even attend, to even recognize throughout our generations and all our dwelling places. We thank you for all that you have done for us, even up until this point in life. Thanking you for the staples of life, food, clothing, and shelter, good health and strength, wisdom, knowledge, understanding, sound mind, and body. Bless, keep, and protect each and every one of us, O great King, as our efforts are doing that which is right and pleasing in your sight. As we learn even in the Torah portion today, Ms. Team, the ordinances, that there are guidelines that you have in place for mankind. And we were the distributors of this information, O great King, that fell short of the mark, but are back on point even in this day and time to even do that which we have been chosen a place high above all the other nations to recognize and to adhere to so with that we thank you john ask you to continue providing us with all the things that are required to be successful in in this mission all praise honor and glory are due to you and you alone now and forevermore hallelujah hallelujah shabbat shalom Hallelujah. From my family to your family, we bid your most loving, peaceful, and restorative Shabbat Shalom, and stay blessed, everyone.